oh, we as actors, we're gonna change the world. And it's like, dude, you're you're a performer. No. Stop. Yeah, you're gonna, Stop it. No. You're, just... you're gonna change the fucking channel on my TV, is what you're gonna do. <laughs> what is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jason. And today we're doing another retrospective. We're gonna go back in time to 1982, 40 years ago, actually. Really? Uh, and we're gonna talk about. Rambo, starring Sylvester Stallone, Brian Dennehy, the gang. And today we have another special guest, a first-time uh, cherry-popped guest, Charlie Scott. <laughs> Ooh. We've had a lot of those. Yes. So, How are you cher- doing, Charlie? Thanks poppers. for coming on. I'm doing great, guys. I'm really excited to talk about Rambo. I'm going to try not to do my Rambo voice the whole time. You just got to right. do it, man. <laughs> you just got to yeah, do so, it. You know, I thought the movie was pretty good. You know, like a fucking... Uh, <laughs> Did you have a stroke? Yeah. <laughs> this is a Rambo guy. He was my favorite. He's my, my favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> right well, on. appreciate it, guys. Appreciate you guys having yeah, me on. Yeah. yeah, man. Good to have you, dude. It's... uh. You know, I've, I was thinking about getting newer guests on, and I was like, oh, <laughs> we can't keep on having Stefan. I know, right? <laughs> we, uh, Stefan is a fan favorite, but uh, we got to switch it up every now and again. Yeah, so, yeah, I uh, know yeah, I figured we'd, uh, we'd have a, a newcomer on. So, welcome to the show. Well, this is great. You picked the right guy because I'm a big Rambo fan. Aye. And I have this been for a long Rambo. time. So, yeah. 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 Good, good. Is there anything uh, you wanted to cover really quick before we get into the topic? Anything that's been up? You're the proud new papa of a PS5, actually. So. I am, yes. I, uh, I I went through the rat race of trying to buy one, and I and I didn't get gypped. I didn't spend $800. I only spent, with a video game and with tax, I spent under $600. That's a good deal. Yep, Shit. Yep. So uh, it's pretty cool. And then, uh, yeah, I'm waiting on God of War Ragnarok, the Utenot oh, edition. And we will review that at some yes, point. Yes, and you will never it, leave your house. So. And I will never leave my fucking house. <laughs> um, so I'm excited about that. I've seen, like, a couple cutscenes from the game, and it looks really good. I saw that, that first trailer where they, where they show Tyr. Uh-huh. And that's it. I don't want to see anymore. I've seen Odin. That was the only thing I've seen. I see. I don't want to see him. I don't know what, I know what he looks like. I don't want to know anything. I'm done. I know there's going to be a trilogy. I, that's all I know. But, um, Yeah. But yeah, so uh, let's get into it. Well, actually, before we talk a little bit more Rambo, actually, <laughs> I saw Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever. Ah. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. And to be quite, uh, quite honest, it wasn't that bad. It was really? not really that bad. No, it, was, it wasn't cringy like maybe the first one where it's like, Wakanda Forever. It wasn't really like Wakanda that. Forever. But they introduced this other character named uh, Namor, and he's kind of cool. But he was like a complete ripoff of like Aquaman. Yeah, well, you know, you know Namor's in the comics, right? Yes, yes, yeah. I know that. Yeah, but yeah. it's like... It's like I went with my mom, and then we left the movie. She's like, oh, so when does Superman come in? I'm like, mom, this is Marvel. <laughs> this is not DC. She's oh, like, that's wholesome. Yeah, because she thought it was Aquaman. Yeah. yeah it's like, oh, well, really? It doesn't oh, look like yeah. Jason Momoa. So. Oh, they recast Aquaman? They make him like an Aztec-looking fucking When are they going to bring back Clark Gable? <laughs> Yeah, but no, the I mean, universe. Uh, God. <laughs> yeah, I knew you weren't going to see that movie, so I just had to say yeah. something about it really quick. Yeah, right uh, on. So. Yeah, I have, no, I have no interest in, in that. Not because I'm racist. Um, but because I just, <laughs> I didn't like the first one, uh, I've watched a plethora of reviews. I tell you what, I will watch it when it goes on Disney Plus. Okay. So actually, Black Adam is out right now. But Black I Adam is it. awful. We talked about that. <laughs> yeah, Don't see did. it. It's 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 very bad. I was so tempted to the other night. It's it's like it's, it's not even like oh dude it's so bad you got to see it. It's not even like that bad. It's it's just it's just so mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, we're talking about the main topic. Yeah. Really. Have I seen anything else? Besides what we talked about last episode? Any Netflix shows or anything uh, in general? 
I don't think so. Oh, I'm watching Cobra Kai. I'm on season five. Oh, nice. dude, the show is fucking great. It's great. It's yes. great. I want to maybe do like a proper review. By the way, Johnny Lawrence reminds me so much of you. I've been really? wanting to. He like the, he lives in the past. Though. It's mostly the it's the voice mostly because okay. personality wise, you're nothing I- alike. <laughs> It's personality wise, you're nothing alike, but it's literally the voice, and like your your face, your face is similar. It's it's even similar. I've never gotten structure. that before, so that's yeah. I, I really appreciate. Every that. time I see him, like fucking Jason. It's either this guy or the guy from fucking um, Dance Cabin Dance or something. Oh yeah, yeah, or yeah. or the or the uh, the fucking Riddler from Gotham. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you seen any of the Cobra Kai? Charlie? No, no, I can't say that I have. I've been I, I'm I, I've been watching TV with my girlfriend. I'm in a relationship now, so I'm watching stuff like uh, Drink Masters and Married at First Sight, <laughs> which is entertaining. Which is entertaining. <laughs> it's really t- not say, what I uh, usually runaway, watch. Uh, yeah, yeah, runaway yeah. Bride or fucking uh, yeah. what's the one with the uh, 90 Day Fiance or some shit like that. Yeah, I'm really close to giving in and watching the rest of The Walking Dead though. I don't want oh to, but I, I'm like, I just kind of have to know I how it I think it's it ending, ends. actually. I think it's ending, yeah. I didn't know it was still going. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I heard something about for... Rick coming back for the last season. Or... Yeah, that's what I heard. He I like he, like, died. No, he didn't die. You he spoil kinda... whatever you want. I have no yeah, idea. He didn't die. I think he just went off in he a He got, helicopter. like, helicoptered away somewhere, and that was the last that time we saw him, and then it was, like, nine years later or something, like, some crazy shit. Oh. They made yeah. Negan a good guy, and yeah. he replaced Rick, basically, from what I saw. They still have Daryl in it, too, so... All those guys, they need work, I guess. I, but a lot of guys got out while the getting was good. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, this, dude. yeah. Seriously, nice. Uh, nice. He's like, oh. kill me off now. <laughs> kill me. Lock me up. Yeah. Come on, do it. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Kill, kill me. me. It's the wrong movie, man. Wrong movie. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Which eighties movie are you talking about? Yeah, which eighties movie? Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I was thinking at the start because I just, I just rewatched. I've seen, I've seen First Blood a few times, but I just rewatched it um, like the day before yesterday, and I didn't realize that like. It was really the, uh, it kind of kicked off that whole era. It was kind of the beginning of a whole era of like really quintessential like action movies. I mean, it was before Die Hard. It was before Terminator. It was kind of right around the same time as Indiana Jones uh, as Raiders of the Lost Ark. But like such like a pivotal like movie in the action genre that kind of gave birth to like that whole era of like, you know, the super, you know, jacked, like, you know, M60 toting, you know, action heroes of like the 1980s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny because I saw Rambo three. That was the first Rambo I ever saw. I was like six or seven. Yeah, and then uh, my dad's like, "Oh, if you like this, you should check out First Blood, which is the first movie." And I, and I picked up real. He's like, "No, this is a trilogy. This is the third film. Yada yada." So I'm like, okay. So I watched First Blood, and then First Blood two, um, and then uh, yeah, and then Rambo four, which was just called Rambo, came out in 2008, and I have not seen Last Blood yet. I know we're t- having a Rambo episode. I've not seen Last Blood that came out last year. The cartel, the Mexicans. Like, I haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> I think the whole, think the whole movie was him saving his, like, uh, niece or something. Yeah, Logan. Yeah, yeah, Logan. Yeah, it's basically Logan. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, but you know, bloodier and more violent. Yeah. Yeah. More than Logan. Wow. It's, yeah. It's he had, crazy. like, some farm, and he had, like, these underground caverns that he was yeah. killing those guys in. Oh, yeah. You haven't and, seen it, but I'm saying with you, yeah. it's like. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty dope. That was, was like, pretty dope. Yeah, I like how that kind of harkens and shit. Yeah, I think it had more in common with with First Blood, um, like Last Blood did, because it kind of harkened back to that, uh, you know, him just like you know him in the jungle. You know, it was like that Vietnam scenario where he was like in tunnels and like setting booby traps for guys, which I think is more you know realistic of like what like you know the war in the jungles of Vietnam was like, and kind of like going back to the roots of like what he was trained for. Yeah, um, in the first place, because that's what he did so well in First Blood. Yeah, so yeah, you know, um. It's funny because like I, I watched First Blood the other day and then I watched First Blood 2 and I was like, 
wow, this is like so different. I know, I know the third one's even way more different. Yeah, that's literally yeah. like he's he's like roided out in like the third one. Yeah, like, yeah, like it's huge. Yeah, and like at that point, it's literally just like it's just a Hollywood action film. But like, it's so funny because I'm like, yeah, you have this like this this guy who's like traumatized and from Vietnam, and he feels betrayed by his country, and he's just like he's, he's it ruined his life, and he just goes back. He just goes. He's just like I'm just gonna start killing again. Uh, he just goes know? back. And I'm like, this would never fucking happen. Like, if right. he did go back, he'd probably, like, kill himself or something crazy. But it's yeah. like, and it was so funny because, like, yeah, you have this story where it's, like, you have this, like, traumatized, like, uh, war veteran who, like, almost gets himself killed uh, and, like, ruins his life and ends up going to jail. And so you have, like, that story, this really sad story. And then it's just exploited into an action film, <laughs> like, a whole franchise later on. Yeah, I, I noticed that because I started... The first Rambo movie that I saw was Rambo uh, that came out in 2008. Okay. And so that I, was the first one you saw? That was the first one I okay. ever saw, yeah. And uh, I love that movie. I watched that movie oh, so God, many times. Oh, that movie times. is so brutal. It's so brutal, yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. at one point when he's shooting those guys, like, with that Gatling gun, and, like, you just yeah, see them... Exp- got the, they're yeah. just exploding. People you just, just people explode. Yeah. Yeah, the fucking the rampage with the uh, with the with the M two fifty cal. Yeah, yeah, and that's realistic, dude. That's what happens to you if you get hit with one of those yeah, things. You like just disintegrate. You know, and I'm yeah, so I don't, I almost thought like ah, oh, this Rambo movies are like they're like kind of over the top. They're like just like too like gory. It's like it's because it's not what you're used to seeing in movies. It's like so over the top. But it's like it's actually more realistic than a lot of action movies. A lot of action movies tone it down. But like yeah, if you're mowing dudes down with a with a fifty cal like that, like they just they just explode. Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember watching that and I was like, that's really brutal. Like that's like really, really brutal. Yeah. (laughs) And it it doesn't even look like, like Tarantino, like people explode all the time too, but it's Tarantino and it's like style and it's It's stylized. Like it's not realistic, but you watch that and you're like, Ooh, there was a scenes though. though in uh, I guess uh, Rambo four where, um, you'll see like the actual camera behind a guy's head Uh and then you'll see the head pop. And it's just the blood actually hits. Yeah, the there was one. The I remember the exact scene. It was the guy. It was the guy on the boat. It yeah. was when at the very final scene, and it was actually the um, like uh, one of those one of the mercenaries that he's with. The guy with the uh, with the fifty cal Barrett with the sniper rifle, like shoots a guy in the head, and it's from the cameras from behind, and it just like blows a hole in this guy's head, and like blood splatters on the camera lens. <laughs> it was so quick. It, it was, was so just quick, but wild. It's so awesome. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's funny. Like you, you know, like you were saying, like yeah, I've kind of, that's kind of the Rambo that I fell in love with. Um, and then I like later I went back and I watched the older ones. And then you go and, back to the homeless Rambo. Yeah, right. <laughs> like First Blood was like this actually like pretty poignant story about like a traumatized war veteran and you know kind of this whole like struggle that he's going through. And then it kind of got Hollywoodized and just kind of became this like kind of exploitative like action you know saga yeah that we all think were, of when we think of rambo yeah. they were living up probably or thinking about the arnold schwarzenegger kind of actiony thing and then that's where they made him all roided out no shirt just fucking huge guns and shit and it was just like it was like a completely different person but it's almost like you see him evolving into this other kind of yeah. warrior that, that's kind of the other cool thing too is like he evolves from the the traumatized war vet to the action hero in the three yeah, films yeah and that's kind of cool yeah um even though that's not realistic but like it's cool i yeah. mean you could say maybe it's like a redemptive art because you had someone who was almost far gone and like was literally like just like at, like it's funny because like you feel like he wants to die even though he's trying to survive like that was kind of the, especially towards the end when he breaks down yeah it's just kind of like is he is he going to, like, does he want to die or is he just, like, broken? And he's just broken. That's basically yeah. it. He's, like, he's just broken and he's just, like, I'm just doing what I know how to do. 
because I don't know what else to do. I and wish I could do a good Stallone cry. I just cannot do it because I was going to do it. <laughs> Dude, I'd, yeah. I'd have to practice in my car alone sometime. And then so come no back one's and like, it. what's wrong with you? <laughs> right, right. Start yeah. crying like Rambo. So I... Uh, I, I haven't read the book, but I I did a, a I, I did some research. Yeah, this is ba- first blood's based off a book called yeah, First yeah. Blood, um, and oh, uh, his name in it is just Rambo. You don't know his first name, mm. and it is very different. Um, Rambo kills people in the book, mm. like he kills the like a lot of the cops. Um, the the hunter who like sends the dogs after him, he kills the hunter and his dogs. Um, he kills Teasel. Oh, wow. As well. He kills Tiesel at the end, and mm. Rambo gets killed by Troutman. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't so know that. Different. I, I, that's interesting, because I knew it was based on a book. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that, like I said. Yeah. That's, yeah. So, so they, shot, they shot a scene, an alternate ending, which was going to be the original ending, where Troutman kills Rambo. Hmm. Where he should, like, they, they, they're in, the, they're in that, that sporting good or the pharmacy, wherever it was. Um, they're in there, and, like, I, I, th- I think Rambo still goes on the rant, but then, like, Troutman kills him. Yeah. But, like, I guess, like, test audiences didn't go for it. I think Touchstone or whatever was, like, associated with, like, Disney. And so they were just oh. like, yeah, like, it, was just, it was just too heavy. So they came up with the alternate ending, which was just like, all right, he just breaks down, cries, and then he, like, and then turns to jail. In. Like, yeah. Because, you know, in the, in the movie, he doesn't kill anybody. So it's like, all right, like, you can, like, if you get a good enough lawyer, you can just say, oh, he's a, he was a crazy man defending himself. He wasn't trying to kill anybody. Yeah. Because, you know although it's like you're, you're gonna do like 25 to life like you're you're not yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but uh yeah it's uh it's very different it's a lot more depressing from what i understand um, yeah teasel broken man will teasel's also more fleshed out too he's uh so he's a korean war veteran and he actually he doesn't like vietnam vets hmm. and so it's not just like you're a drifter it's like no like i don't like you guys because <laughs> you're huh. like yeah because it was you know they fought two very different wars like you know a decade apart or whatever and and so he it, like teasel's way more fleshed out in the book um it's funny i was thinking about it like yeah if they do a remake like they have to like stick to the book there has to be it has to be like full-on book version yeah where like rambo's more of a killer and he like you know and he dies at the end it's like like a one-off movie or a one-off series however they'd want to do it um but yeah, it's. Uh, Did you read this book? No, okay. no, I, I uh, spark noted it and okay. I, I like watched some reviews on it and. <laughs> Are you Wikipedia? It? <laughs> yeah, um, I'd like to. I didn't know it was a book to me about a year ago, um, and then yeah, I found out and I was like, oh okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's the book. It's you know the book and the movie are both commentaries on like how Vietnam vets were treated, like both in Nam and when they got back. You know, and yeah, the PTSD uh, too was really bad because I remember in the film. Uh, when the uh, the cops were beating him in the jail, and he was just starting to have these flashbacks, and he's like, he's like, I'm gonna shave you, and he just like thinks of the guy cutting his chest. Yeah, I mean that's a yeah. that's a that's a thing, man. It's like I've I've talked to like war vets who uh, I had this guy come to my high school. Um, he was a Vietnam vet, and uh, he was kind of just talking about his experience, and and he's like, yeah, he's like, I I was at a store one day, and uh, no, first he was he was teaching um, he was teaching at Annaly. This is back when they had auto shop. And so this is like 30, 40 years ago. And he's <laughs> teaching at Annalee and a car backfires. And he says something like, hit the dirt! And just drops. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. And like, everyone just kind of laughs. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what was that? And then he, they're like, yeah, Mr. What? I forgot his name. Like, Mr. So-and-so, like, uh, you're all right? And he's like, uh, yeah, uh, sorry. He yeah. Just, he just went into war mode. Then he goes to a grocery store. This is, I think, sometime after. And like, He's like walking down an aisle and suddenly he feels like he's about to get ambushed. 
he's like, they're, they're, someone's waiting for me behind the aisle. Like, so he leaves his shit and he sneaks out. He sneaks out the back. Wow. And then he's like, I need to go to therapy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, holy don't you shit. Think you should? Good and, call. And, and the shitty thing about stories like that is like, you hear about these vets who were drafted. They didn't even want to go. Yeah. My uncle was drafted. Um, they didn't even want to go to Nam. Um, and then they go and they go through all this shit and then they come back and then you hear about what's up baby killer and they're spitting on him and shit. And it's like, but can you imagine that? Like, yeah. can you imagine like being dragged into something you didn't want to be dragged into? You lose the war. Yeah. And then you come back and everyone just shits on you. I mean, like, I, I, I'm yeah, going I mean, on a fucking murder spree. Not really. Not really. <laughs> I gotta say that disclaimer. I would not do that. But it's like someone I, drops I, the oranges in the supermarket, thinks they're grenades. He's like, get down. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like, it's little shit like that. And, and so when I'm watching the movie, it's like, oh yeah, that's like, you know, from what I've heard from, from vets, it's like, that's. That very much is a thing. It's like, yeah, anything can set you off. Yeah. A loud noise, like the way someone brings a knife up to you. It's like, yeah. I've heard people do that at like concerts too. When there's like lights <laughs> and shit and like big bangs or whatever, like they'll start like having really bad PTSD and yeah. just like, I got to go. This show's way too intense for yeah. me. I was, uh, when I did security, I worked at this winery and I had this, um, this, uh, he was a maintenance guy there. And I guess he was a drill sergeant, I think for the Marines, I think, uh, if not the army. And at one point a plane flew by. Like, like kind of more like, like a propeller plane. And it's like, and like, he looks up and he looks fucking terrified. Hmm. And then he's just like, I have to go. And I'm like, yeah, I instantly knew what was going on. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, you do your thing, man. I'll call you if I need anything. He's like, yeah, I got to go. And I'm just like, holy shit. Yeah. I'm like, damn. So it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm very happy that I never had to go through that. I feel for people who have, um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 like this. The, mov- the movie's heavy in that regard. Yeah, so you yeah. Feel for him, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I think that was such a, you know, it was it was kind of an important movie in a lot of ways. You know, I mean, I wonder if it it would have been interesting to, you know, to watch it at the time when it came out and, and kind of gauge, you know, what the sentiment was. Cause you know, the sentiment, yeah, the war was only like maybe 10 years old. Yeah. Like, after like, it was 10 years over. I mean, yeah. So I wonder if that's what, if you know, that movie played a role in, in kind of healing, uh, like the public perception of, of Vietnam veterans, at least. Yeah, um, they got a bad rap. Yeah. They got a bad rap. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And, and it's, uh, from what I understand it, a lot of it is because of what they went through. And I mean, a lot of vets were pushed, pushed to such a limit. The guy from my high school who, who told me, he's like, yeah, I watched a guy kill another guy over Kool-Aid. Wow. <laughs> someone, okay. someone sent, someone sent Kool-Aid, you know, cause you, they, they sent it to like their son or whatever. And like one guy wanted it and the other guy's like, no, oh, fuck you. So he fucking killed him. Well, shit, have you ever had that blue Kool-Aid? That shit is delicious. Yeah. <laughs> right. right? Like, no, I see. I would kill someone over fucking blue glacier frost Gatorade. Right. right I yeah. would fucking murder a man. Hot day. That. You're sweating. You're thirsty. I would like, I fucking yeah, kill somebody right. for some Kool-Aid right don't. now. Get between me and my purple star stripes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially you if you're in the jungles of Vietnam, dude. Are you kidding? That's got to be like 10 times worse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's it's like shit like that. And like, yeah, you know, you heard horrible stories of people going to villages and doing shit and, and, and people just like becoming blood drunk yeah. and, and just going nuts. And, and that sucks. And so it's like, yeah, and then those stories would come out and people heard about it. And so like, oh, you killed a baby. I heard that, you know? And so they yeah. just automatically put you under that umbrella and like, yeah. like people do with everything nowadays. And so, yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's just a, the subject matter is really heavy and, and which is like ironically kind of where Rambo ended up going in later movies. You know, he really embraced that, you know, I guess you could say he embraced his inner warrior, but you know, yeah, he... you know, it, it's funny. Cause on, on one hand, the movies like, 
the movies at one hand feel very kind of exploit exploitative, but on the other hand, I'm like, well, I mean, we're not. It's, it's, the movies aren't making fun of him, right? It's like it's it's right. like he's he's like he's overcoming his trauma, I guess, and just yeah, by you just killing said. more people. <laughs> well, yeah, but they say in the movie that he had like 59 confirmed kills or something. Yeah. He had all these medals, like he had. Oh yeah, this... and, and I think in Rambo in Rambo two, uh, they he's like, oh yeah, 59 confirmed kills, blah blah blah, like or maybe it was Rambo one. I don't remember because I, I know the I second it, movie they said that he had like four bronze stars and the Congressional Medal of Honor and all that other kind yeah, of shit. Purple hearts, yeah, like... purple hearts, yeah. So he comes back to the town and they just treat him like shit. Yeah, like he wasn't nobody. He's like you yeah. don't know who. And in the, and the book too, the the whole story is told between the perspective of Rambo and uh, Will Teasel. Which is cool because you're getting the perspective of the resentful war vet, and you're getting the perspective from the people who don't like the vets, and it's this it's this dialogue, yeah, that the story that the book has with you. That's really interesting. I, I'm really curious to read the book now because I, I knew it was based on a book, but I didn't know it was that this different is new news to from me. the movie. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah and and uh, you know that's that's what I like about film or TV when when it takes a political stance. When it, I, I like when it does both sides, and it kind of like, well, you decide. What do you yeah. think? You know, it's like, leave it, like, don't preach to the audience. I haven't read the book, so I can't say exactly what the tone is. But it's like, I like movies or TV shows that are like, yeah, like, we're not going to preach to you. We're just going to kind of give two perspectives and just let you figure it out. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's what that's what made it, you know, kind of a, 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 a more profound movie than it could have been. I mean, it sounds like, you know, the it sounds like the book was probably a lot darker and maybe more complex. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it wasn't, you know, the movie wasn't about, like, vietnam or the politics of vietnam or anything you know it was just kind of this attempt to you know to humanize uh these soldiers and you know these people you know they're yeah. just people that that went through this scenario and were you know really demonized over it and just kind of made that just like a basic human story you know about yeah. like look these guys you know they're humans and they're vulnerable and and uh you know we should you know treat them with respect they need help like yeah. so um, yeah, and, and it's, you know, probably a little bit of Hollywoodization in there, you know, that they made Rambo a more, a more likable and a more, um, sympathetic character for the audience than he maybe was in the book. Yeah. Cause I, I was, I was doing that research and I'm just like, yeah, like this would not work. Like, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, he like, I mean, sure. It's, if you told the story the right way, you can, you can look at it like, well, I see what's going on. I see where he's coming from. I don't agree with it, yeah. but I can sympathize as to like why he's doing this yeah well also with the result of the war you lose a lot of friends and i think he went to something uh funeral like his because uh, he was the last member yeah of his so he team. went he went to go see uh the character dale mar barry and he's like the movie opens with this and it's yeah. like it's like hey i'm just willing to see my buddy we were in the same platoon together blah 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 and then the, his he uh, died what, of what, Orange, yeah right? what or seems like that? his mom his mom or whatever it's like oh he's like she's kind of beating around the bush and then she's finally like no he died yeah and then it's like yeah he died of cancer and, you know, Agent Orange, you know, years later, they discovered that it caused cancer. Yeah. Um, and so, and then it's just like, cool, well, that's it. Everyone from my platoon is dead. Yeah. I am the last one. And it's funny because, like, when the movie starts, he's kind of smiley and peppy. and Yeah, he's kind of hoping that he at least, like, you know, gets to reconnect with some of those guys from his past. Because, I mean, you know, you go through that kind of stuff. And, you know, at that point, the only, you know, the only people you can probably really relate to on a deep level are you know, you're, or you fellow soldiers who have yeah. gone through the same thing. You just can't relate to like average people after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's, and that's the funny thing too, is like, I, you know, I've like, you, you hear stories about like vets getting together and they kind of just, they tell the war stories and it's like, well, you get it. Cause you went through it. Even if it was a different war, like you can understand, right. It's like, you can't talk to a, a normal person about that. Cause it's like, they can't, they won't, 
you know, sympathize the same way. Although, I mean, you know, it's just depending on how open and, and how smart the other person is. It depends yeah. on if, you, if they can not relate, but they can sympathize and understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the people from Hope obviously didn't understand him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They just well, wanted to kill him or just get them yeah. the fuck out of town. But it yeah. was like he just went full Vietnam style in the woods. The, the movie kind of, it gets... In my opinion, the movie has more of a like police brutality kind of like feel to it because like they full on like beat the shit out of him and like Will's yeah, that, just like I don't like your kind here, boy. Yeah. Get on out. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, that was interesting because I think I was trying to you know maybe it was trying to illustrate like how you know how how Vietnam veterans were were treated in society in general, but also yeah, it was just this kind of yeah. you know the police department was just kind of like. Just kind of unnecessarily like brutal, just kind of out yeah. of nowhere. They it's snapped like, him back into that kind yeah, of war. Yeah. Like the, the character frame, Galt, you know, like our Art, Art Galt, the the dude who dies in the helicopter. Uh huh. Yeah, like that that guy was like, I I don't know who that actor is, like, but it, I loved him. I love. Oh him. yeah, yeah. He just wanted to kill Rambo. May I say, for... clean him up. Right. Kick him, clean him up. <laughs> well, didn't he like die? He lost control of the helicopter. Yeah. Or something? So Rambo threw a rock. At the helicopter, and then the, and then the guy who was flying it shook it, and then Galt fell out, and so like, and that's the thing, like Rambo, you can say kills one person in the whole film, and it's an accident. Yeah, yeah, but in the book, though. in the book, he fucking murders people, yeah. <laughs> like, they, they, he kills intentionally. Yeah. So he meant to do that, but not to actually just he was self defense. <laughs> but then they said, "No, you're a cop killer." So it was know. it was a, it was a way to kind of like to get the police to give the police a reason to like want to go after him because like at that point, like the only one who wants to get him is Galt. And it's like, all right, like, Galt's not the sheriff. Uh, it's it's Teasel. Teasel doesn't want to kill him. And so it gave, like, it gives, like, Teasel and the deputies a motivation to go, okay, we got to find this dude and fucking murder him. Because yeah. he's, like, he's a killer. He's a cop killer. Um, but, no, I, you know, I, I like the movie a lot. Um, like I said, if they do a remake, they should have it more, like, book. Let's hope they don't do that. Ugh. They will eventually. That's, yeah, that would horrible. be interesting if they did a remake and they just took it in a completely they different make direction. Will Ferrell, like the new Rambo. Just make Will Ferrell the new Rambo. Yeah, uh, it would pro- it'd probably be woke and Rambo would be black and the cops would be white. And then yeah. That commentary would come out that and be like, no, thing, yeah. no, don't do it. Yeah. You know it would be actually cool if they did a re- uh, remake and they actually make Rambo or, sorry, Sylvester Stallone, that cult. Uh, Colonel Trout- Troutman. Oh, Troutman. That Troutman. Eh, that'd be cool, but he, he'd be overshadowing the movie too much. It'd it have to that'd get a, really meta. have too. to get a whole new crew of people. But um, yeah, no, I I think uh, I I I I would go for a remake. Yeah, but it has to be more like the book, and he has to die at the end. Like that's the only way that I would agree to it. Yeah, it's like no, make it way more like like related to the book, and do it the right way. Tell the proper story. And it would be interesting because it would probably bring in a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, we have, you know, our just our, our cultural consciousness now, you know, like since 9-11 and, you know, the war in Iraq and Afghanistan is, is so different now than it was in the 1980s. Like, I think it would inevitably bring in, um, you know, some some kind of commentary on on that as well, you know, and commentary on Vietnam and this, you know, situation of the veterans from Vietnam in the context of you know what went on in the Middle East over the last yeah. twenty years. So just yeah, kind of the accumulation, and of, that's of the all other, that that's the other thing too. Is like you can you can have him instead. Like you'd have it take place maybe in two thousand ten or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and uh, you know, and then like yeah, it's like okay, like he's a he's a he's an Iraqi vet or Afghanistan or something. And, yeah, you know, like have it take place in like, I mean, I guess you could say a more liberal town. You know, because like it's yeah. usually conservatives are more like support the troops. Whereas you yeah. say the more liberal types are not, I mean, it just depends. Yeah. But, um, 
you know, yeah, I don't know. You, you could do that, or you can just tell the Vietnam story again, which I'd be fine with. It's like, totally. I'm, I'm fine with it. We haven't had a Vietnam story in a while on right? TV, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Um, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to start a whole new uh, a whole new war. Do we have another another? Dec- we have to start a war so we can make a new film. Yeah, so that we have another decade of war movies to yeah. make out of this. Everybody's tired of Vietnam. We're tired of World War Two. We're yeah. tired of Iraq and Afghanistan. <clears throat> Ukraine, maybe. Yeah, no, we, we, we're not we're not in Ukraine. We though, need like uh, we need something like uh, Russia. Well, I mean, well, uh, shit. Top Gun Maverick already kind of hinted at oh, that. He's got a hard on for that movie. Okay, yeah. so by oh, the way, dude, that's so a great th- movie. Those it's those great. those planes were not. I, I, I know we said uh, before that the planes the enemy was Iran. It was not. It was Russia. The okay. fifth generation fighters are Russians. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it so was. So I was right the first time, yeah. and then I reiterated. Yeah, and be yeah. Like, no, it's okay. it's fine. It's fine. But I, I want to correct that because I know we fucked up the last uh, time we were talked about it. But no, yeah. that, that is a fucking great yeah. film. Yeah, uh, we, yeah. We talked That's about one that. of the best movies I've seen in a long time. <laughs> That's honestly. probably the the film of the year in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah, um, totally. We've had a lot of good movies this year too. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of movies this year. I like Top Gun was one of the only. Like movies that I actually went out to see. What else did you see well, this we year? Saw that really we saw Batman. Oh, that's you we saw I, Batman. When I yeah, saw yeah. it the fourth time, you and I went. Yeah, together. yeah, yeah. Like Batman and Top Gun were like. I was saying like that definitely top my top two. Have you seen Northman? Uh, I watched Northman on the plane on the way to Italy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finally got around to seeing that. It was cool. It was cool. You know, I mean, it was, it was, it was a Robert Eggers movie. Yeah, like, but it, it it wasn't. It was like it was more along the lines of the witch versus like lighthouse. Like yeah, I've said before. And I don't know if I've told you this, but like lighthouse, in my opinion, is a good film that I didn't like. Yeah, because I don't like art films like that. Yeah, yeah. I do want to see it again. I still have only seen it once. I saw it in theaters with Stefan when it came out, but yeah. like I I've only seen it that one time, and I was like, okay, like this is good. Performances are good. I like the style. I don't like the the, the material. That's kind of that's kind of always how how I felt with 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 just all of Robert Eggers movies in general, like I'm like, okay, this is like a, you know, this is a good movie. Like this is really well done, but there's just something about just like his tone and how everything is just like very, um, just kind of, kind of depressed and like kind of slow and like cerebral yeah. and whatnot. Well, he's a, he's and, like, a history nerd too. And yeah. so he really likes to, when he, when he talks about those, like uh, those period pieces, he really likes to delve all the way into it. And like, he's like, I want you to feel what it's like to live like this. Yeah. You know and I mean? that I thought it did a really good job of, like, I, I really felt like I was like there, yeah. um, with, with that movie. But yeah, just, I don't know. Just his style is just not usually what I go for. He's a great filmmaker. I mean like the witch, the lighthouse, um, uh, the Northmen, like all awesome movies, yeah. but like I, I'm a Rambo guy. I would rather watch. <laughs> I would rather Rambo, watch Rambo. Getting back to the subject. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did like uh, Colonel Sam Troutman. I mean, for some reason, he seemed like the the wise guy. He was like the guy who was like giving like reasons why Rambo was the you way know, it's he funny. is. It starts to really feel like an action film when he comes in. He's just kind of like, uh, I did not come to rescue Rambo from you. I came to rescue you from him. He's right. Like, Rambo is a green beret trained to do this and right. blah blah blah. And I just I just imagine that's like a like the trailer. He does that in like every movie. Like every movie, like you know, Rambo like starts fucking some shit up and then he just comes in and he's like you know i'm here to tell you about john rambo and he's you know and it's just like he's like the commentary of like in case you didn't know rambo is gonna kill all of you it it almost gets like because i'm watching it and the whole movie's pretty grim and dark and it starts to feel kind of funny like fun like fun funny when he comes in and i'm like oh that kind of like it's the 80s and so it it just makes sense why it's in the film but i'm like yeah i would have probably gone about the delivery for that a little differently yeah um instead of being like you know he's a badass i'd be like hey you guys really don't want to i'd be like hey we really need to like defuse this because he's you know, fucking nuts yeah you know, that's yeah. how i would have done it yeah it kind of reminds me of Watchmen. that scene where he's like 
I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. That whole entire like, you know, I, I shouldn't be afraid of you guys because you should be like, you yeah. know, you should be afraid of me. So basically, so that's a, that's an so uh, in the comic, I don't know if you remember this, and I I really should refrain. I should refrain yeah, from okay. talking about Watchmen too much. But in the comic, that line is off. It's off camera technically. It's uh, they talked about him saying it. It's he never yeah. actually says it. You know, like on panel, I guess it's it's off panel. Like some, okay. it's it's from you hear it from like a third party source. Anyways, um, yeah, but it felt kind of similar that, um, that line. Yeah, yeah, but it, you know, it's funny because like uh, to kind of talk about maybe Rambo two a little bit. It's like uh, like so in that movie, uh, if you guys remember the Karate Kid, the guy who played uh, Martin Cove, the one who played um, John Kreese, the leader of Cobra Kai. Oh but, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was actually he was he's in the film. And there's like another like uh, well the older guys he's like another kind of famous '80s actor he's in it and it definitely feels more like an action film like at one point he shoots a dude with an explosive arrow and he mm-hmm. explodes w- while the guy is shooting at Rambo he's just shooting at him and Rambo's just standing perfectly still and that that's when it's oh like, yeah I remember the scene where he's on, on the, the river and he yeah. just like shoots the guy yeah that became <laughs> a, that became a theme Rambo that's kind of when they like they decided to make Rambo an archer there for some reason yeah and that carried that's out the first like, time I've ever seen those explosive fucking uh, yeah. arrows yeah that's that's I'm, definitely like action film yeah like. this came play into play in the third movie in a big way when he was fighting the uh he was fighting the russians he yeah. was fighting in russia in the third movie yeah. yeah fighting alongside the mujahideen yeah who oh, like no shit. like three years later became uh what the the taliban yeah <laughs> well yeah. I, don't, I don't really remember but like, is that trying, yeah yeah oh, that's, that's what yeah i was trying yeah, to remember was, in rambo uh the second one <laughs> Uh, what they call yeah, it? that was an awkward title. Yeah, that, right. They call that. I think they changed the title to Rambo: First Blood Part Two. Is um, I think it was like four years, maybe that he was in prison. Yeah, four or five years or something. Yeah, so he. Yeah. I guess he was sent. Oh was, no! It's, and so it takes place. So the first movie takes place in eighty two, and then the second place is eighty five. So I guess it's three 85. years. Yeah. So he was in there for four years or something like that, and they. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I haven't seen that movie in a while. That they send him back to Vietnam to yeah. Save so I just people. watched it. So I just watched it. So, so yeah, basically they're just like, hey, like we we have a mission, and you're the only one who's like one of the few people that are qualified. Right? Do you want to spend the rest of your life in prison, or do you want to serve your country this time? <laughs> and then he's like, and then he's just like, are we gonna win this time? That's up to you, Rambo. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. God. And that's when yeah. you know, like this is a fucking. You're like, okay, here we go. Here we, here go. we go. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. like, and then he, when he gets on the mic, and he's just like. Uh, I forgot the the commander's name. Oh he's god, like, that was such a great scene. He's like, scene. "I'm coming for you," and it's just, it, it's funny because it reminds me of uh, uh, X Men Origins Wolverine, where he's like, "After I find Victor, I'm gonna take you out." Uh, what's it, Striker? He's like, "Striker, after I'm done with Victor, I'm coming for you." And like, it, it literally, it's like the same fucking thing. Yeah, you've seen that like cliche in a lot of movies, though. That, like in a line like that, I'm coming oh, for totally. Boy. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Where was that one guy though? Um, when he was being tortured in the second film. He had him on some electrical. It was, uh, it was a bed it was a, or it was something. The box. It was the springs Bo- for a bed. Yeah, and yeah. that one guy who was the God. What was he? Russian, I guess. Yeah. With the huge fucking knife and shit. Yeah. So the the, like ba- was, the henchman, the one yeah, who yeah. looked like a fucking tank. Yeah. He looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger with a really bad like a Russian version of Arnold. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but that was that was really cool though, and I think um, <laughs> I remember when I was a kid. One of the scenes that stood out to me is when they were dumping him in all that shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> he had yeah. leeches all over his yeah. body and all that. That like was the that. first time I ever saw leeches like in a movie. I was because yeah. I was watching it, my dad. I was like, "Oh, dad, what are those?" He's like, "Those are leeches." I'm like, "What's a leech?" He's like, "They're blood sucking parasite." And I went, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and then that's how I like. I was like, "Okay, it's a parasite." Um, it, it, but uh, yeah, you know, it was, it was funny because like uh, I thought so. There was there's the Vietnamese girl, his like partner, yeah, and I thought they like hooked up in the movie, but they just it's literally like, "Will you take me with you?" Yes, and then they kiss, <laughs> and then she dies. And then he's sad, and and like, and that's when the red headband comes from because he like rips part of her dress off, and he like wears it as a headband, wears her necklace, 
and he wears yeah. a necklace in the third film and it's it's he's like, mad yeah that's that's what like motivated him through the whole third movie he was mad he was like it's gonna get laid <laughs> i was gonna get laid you, killed my, you but, killed my girlfriend they fucking killed her man <laughs> fucking cock blocks <laughs> Especially when it goes into, uh, I think it was the end of the film where I guess the the bad guy, the guy that actually was good or he thought was on his side actually was a person that was setting something up. Yeah. And he just goes that? in there. I know the what f- that character's name was. He just goes me. in the fucking place and he takes that big gun and they thought he was going to shoot him. He's just shooting the fucking thing in the ceiling. He's like, <laughs> the, the, the classic. Sorry, uh, what, what does he do? What was that again? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, the, so the guy, he, um, the guy that, that commanded him to, to go and to take the photos you know, betrayed him and like left him to die. And oh, so he yeah. goes in there and like he shoots all that like hardware and all that like stuff. And, yeah, and you yeah. know, instead of killing the, you know, cause he doesn't kill any of the Americans. And then he just like wastes the rest of the ammo and he shoots the ceiling and he's just like, ah! oh, yeah. <laughs> like ah! and yeah. it's classic screaming With Rambo. His fucking yeah. Face. Yeah. yeah. It's just how he gets his frustration. Murdoch. Out. Murdoch was the oh. uh, character's name. Yeah. Played by Charles Napier. It looks like a French word. Charles Napier. No, just Napier. What does that say? Uh, you speak oui. French, don't you? Oui, Charles Napier. I mean, I don't know if he would pronounce it like that if you Napier? asked him. What's your name? Napier? Like... Napier? Napier? Napier. Napier. <laughs> Charles Napier. Yeah. Jack Napier from Batman. Why does it say he's in First Blood? Huh. Maybe he had like a really small role in First Blood. He, he might have just been in the, hmm. in the corner somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, That's a classic though. Did he, did, uh, that didn't become a theme. I was in a, like where Rambo just like shoots everything with a machine gun at the end. That just that, like, that was more actually too. Yeah. That was more Rambo three. Yeah, where it's like he's like literally he's so huge he can't even turn his neck and he's just like <laughs> jacked and that's that's the movie where it like opens with him like having like a stick fight yeah you remember that yeah like, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah oh that was sick yeah yeah, yeah. he just like it's like oh, these wait, two wait. sticks are just so it was the, the Russians and the Viet- Vietnamese that were actually they te- yeah they yeah, were they teaming up, up and and yeah. then and then I know in the in the third film it's yeah he's he's siding with like yeah the Mujahideen and and against the Russians and that's so other. funny because that movie the third one was like dedicated to the Mujahideen it was like at the end, there's like a little crawl that comes across the screen, and it's like you know, dedicated to like the brave like freedom fighters of the Mujahideen and whatever. Oh. And it was like literal like three fucking years after that movie came out, that they like turned into the Taliban, or it was Al- it was either Al Qaeda or the Taliban. That didn't age well. Yeah, no, that didn't age well at all. But it's just like it just goes to show us like you know how like this you know I get into politics, but like yeah. how, how that all like, comes through from like Vietnam you know. to Afghanistan yeah. basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's 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 yeah, it's it's the whole idea of like like. Americans and the Westerners like training freedom fighters right. who become terrorists. Like, right, it's, right. It's kind of like don't believe everything you see in the movies. Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't there that one scene where the big helicopter comes out and he has to he shoots the arrow or something like that? The yeah, he shoots like an explosive arrow at a Russian helicopter yeah, and fucking yeah, blows it up. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. I mean, as the movies go on, they become more ridiculous. And I, you know, yeah. it's funny. Rambo Four, uh, which is just titled Rambo. Uh, at the end, doesn't he go to see his like father or something? There's like this. He goes like, back to the house. A strange. Like he's like a strange father. Like yeah. Well, he. Th- I think he says like he says like he might have a father or something. He's. I think he's like I'm not sure like who's. He might have a father waiting he, for like, me. He might be, be still alive or yeah, something, something like yeah. that. And he goes back. Yeah, I love the. Um, and he's walking down. He's like. Oh, I love yeah, the no, ending no, no. shot. His dad of that movie. was alive because he uh, returned home to like Arizona or something like that. Yeah. So they didn't say it, but you know he walks by the mailbox and says like you Rambo, know, Rambo yeah. on it. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, got the big fucking you know sack of like you know like a, the Santa sack, whatever the fuck is around his yeah. shoulder. Yeah, it's, it's I love I, really the, I love the ending shot of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's walking down the uh, he's walking down the driveway to like his old house in Arizona, like trying yeah, to finally go home. And 
Yeah. Well, then that's where the fifth one uh, picks up. He's living there with uh, who's that Mexican lady and her daughter that he like adopted. See, I haven't seen it. So. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah something yeah. like that, and she ends up like hooking up with like she's getting involved in a gang or something. Yeah. Well, shit. the fourth one. Yeah. Or the no, the fifth one. Quick synopsis. Yeah. He he's living in Arizona. It's like ten years after the fourth one, and he's living with um, he's living with this like Mexican lady and her daughter who. He, uh, he's I don't like know. a father figure. To he's him. like a father figure to them, and they like yeah, yeah, Logan. Him. Yeah, 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 Logan. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then his daughter, his quote unquote daughter, um, this girl that he kind of adopted, like she ends up going to Mexico with some, uh, like friend of hers, and like she gets kidnapped and like uh, by a drug cartel, and he goes on a revenge rampage, and okay. uh, it's really it's, good. It's actually. pretty. It's you know, it's it's a good concept. It's not my favorite of the Rambo movies. No, I, I heard but, honestly that it was just it was just so like just eh. Yeah, the, I really should have seen it like before this, but like it, I, I heard yeah. it was just so eh. It was pretty. The eh. tunnel fight though, pretty much I think made the movie. Somewhat yeah, just the pacing. Good. The pacing was like kind of weird, and it was just like I don't know. It was weird, and like Rambo came off as this like almost this kind of like villain. Like he like hunts dudes down and like cuts their heads off and shit, and it's like really brutal. And he's just like. I mean, it's, you know, I don't know, maybe more realistic to, like, you know, what that, you know, what that guy would do, but it just makes him a much less, like, likable character. Maybe maybe they're trying to stick more to, uh, to like, the first play book. Yeah, 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 it could have been. It's yeah. kind of probably closer to that, Cause, yeah. Because that's the thing. It's, like, I imagine, like, I, I do want to, like, read it. Like, I imagine that when I, when I watch, or, sorry, read First Blood, like, it's... I'm probably gonna be like Jesus Christ, like yeah, no, no, no wonder Troutman kills him. Like yeah. he was like off the fucking leash. Like he just he needed to be put down. Yeah, like, he's yeah. a rabid animal. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's weird though because he's got short hair in that movie. You know, it's like you've always seen him with the long hair and the right? bandana over his head. And he just, now he just looks like an old fucking beefed up. Have yeah, you guys seen that meme where it's? Uh, I might make it the poster for this for the podcast. It's a meme where <laughs> he's it's from Rambo Four. He's shooting the machine gun, but they took the machine gun out, so it literally looks like he's just like. Oh, he has his thumbs oh, up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, yeah. it's so fucking yeah. funny. Some girl I used to know like had that as her MySpace like, background. <laughs> You're like, do you know what that's from? Like, he's like, Ugh. <laughs> looks like he's giving like a thumbs up with a really weird face. You don't know my that. MySpace account. I'm going to look this up real quick. It's fucking funny. Just type in a Rambo face. <laughs> Yeah, I was no, traumatized war veteran, but I uh, started a MySpace, and uh, <laughs> now I just have fun. I just, I, <laughs> I keep on going. I think, I think uh, with like Rambo Four, though, man, that that movie, like we were saying earlier, it's brutal as fuck. Yeah, and you really wanted to see the 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 guy die, the main villain or whatever. The, yeah, that's what was when so there were satisfying about that. in the fucking thing and <laughs> making right. people like jump and shit. <laughs> yeah, that me right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's like because he has a gun yeah. in his hand, but it just looks like he's doing a thumbs up. That's great. Yeah. Yeah the, yeah, the whole grenade great. thing though, when they were forcing those guys, <laughs> and when they showed that yeah, shit, when they were attacking the fucking the towns and all that, it was just burning oh, yeah. everything. That movie did a great job of like so it was so up. like that's why that movie was so emotionally satisfying. It was just such a good so job Rambo of making Rambo, yeah, Rambo four, four. Yeah, it is such a good job of making you hate the villains. And then watching oh. Rambo just like eviscerate them. Do you know that scene? Literally, though, like, he literally eviscerates that main guy though, at the end. He fucking like yeah. opens him up with that machete. Like, yeah. yeah, but that really cool scene though, when you see the guy, he's looking in a distance, and you just see him come from the like. From oh the yeah, he's, he's got he just like really he sneaks up behind him, and then just like oh like yeah. He made that huge ass fucking knife at the end when he sticks the the main guy. Yeah, and he just he's looking at him in the face, and then he goes Hah! just the whole fucking. Just rips his, his guts, guts out. Like, out. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. See that movie? That was a good. I think that was a great balance between like it was a great return. It was it was really brutal, but it was like stylized enough and it felt justified enough that it was like really cool and really satisfying. And you were like, yeah, go Rambo. And then yeah, the fifth one was just kind of like dark, and you're just like, oh, like this guy's just revenge killing all these people and i feel like i'm watching something i shouldn't be watching you know what yeah. i mean it was kind of like that let's go from vietnam to afghanistan to uh his house yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> to his house you to know mexico the last one i was, I was gonna do at my house guys can we just can you just bring the bad guys to my house and i'll just kill them there that it's easier for me you yeah. i don't want to go outside anymore <laughs> i've had my 12th heart surgery and i don't want to do it that's the thing like him and arnold from all the fucking roids, like I've had all these like surgeries and shit, like yeah. in the heart, you know, because it's like yeah. like old school. I mean, even modern steroids are really like they do a number on your body. Yeah, um, I'm amazed at how, how how good he looks. I mean, for how old he is, I mean him and Arnold, but like uh, Sylvester Stallone especially. He what he's is he in his 80s now? He's yeah, he's close. I, well, he looks like he had some work done too. He definitely, like, I'm sure yeah. he had some work done. But like, he's he seems like he's doing, he's moving around pretty good for me. I mean, he looked good in like uh, the Rocky, yeah, movie, uh, oh, in the, Creed, the Creed, yeah. But he looked good. I think there was a Rocky, the God, what was it Balboa? Called? I think it was called Balboa. Yeah, it was Rocky, Rocky Balboa, Balboa, yeah. 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 Where well, he actually that, came that's back a and fucking, boxed. That's a good fucking movie. Does he lose at the end? I thought he won. Wasn't it? Well, I think he lost. Oh, I don't remember. It's been. I so think he long. lost, and like he was walking away, and everyone's just cheering him and shit because yeah. they knew like how important he was in the boxing. Yeah. Him and Madonna are gonna repopulate the earth one day. They're just gonna. <laughs> They're gonna have more children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's gonna. Like, yeah. So uh, I got my hands on the multi-billion-dollar uh, this new thing where it reverses aging. Right. Yeah. I'm like waiting for them to like re- like to make that where it's like because you know like when your body ages like you're basically your DNA is deteriorating. Right. And so it's right. like if you can like repair that yeah like, th- like, theoretically yeah. you could live you almost forever if you could just find a way <laughs> to become say. a vampire yeah. yeah you could just become a yeah th- you know yeah. become a vampire if yeah. you know if that's what yeah, it takes yeah i'll become a vampire because I, I wonder i wonder what would happen if it's like you gave someone who's like 90 right their oldest sin it's like hey we we have the the anti-aging serum here you go. And then all of a sudden your fucking DNA starts regenerating. Like, will you become young again? Yeah. Like, like that's what that, I'm wondering. Like, is that how that, that works? works? Like, yeah. you know, that actually brings me, uh, the thought of that. You remember, uh, the Wolverine where that, that was like the old Oriental guy. And he was like in the silver samurai thing. Oh yeah. 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 So it was weird though, because he had these drills that went into Wolverine's broken claws. Yeah, dude, he like, was sucking it out dude, of him. that like, movie. Like the end of that film is so weird because I'm just like, wait, who's the bad guy? What's going on? I don't understand what's happening. Like literally. Cause at the end it's like, you know, First, you're figuring out, okay, like, like, uh, uh, this is a total side tangent, but whatever. Like, we're, uh, it's funny because Wolverine actually reminds me a lot of Rambo, but, uh, it's like, okay, so you have, like, it's basically like we got to save the girl from getting captured by the evil people. So, you know, precursor to Logan, directed by the same guy, James Mangold. And, um, like, it's like, okay, like, so he, he's going to get, like, uh, the girl's going to get captured by somebody. Like, her dad's coming after her. No, first, Viper Lady's coming after her. But then it's like, no, her dad's coming after her. But wait, <laughs> who wants to hurt her? Oh, no, the dad wants to kill her, but the Viper Lady wants to save her? Okay, so then let the Viper Lady have her. Oh, wait, no, the Viper Lady wants to... Br- What's going on? Oh, wait, the old guy's still alive? Why is he in a silver mech suit? Wait, now he wants to force Wolverine... What's going on? Yeah, yeah I don't know true. what's going on. <laughs> I, so, going I, I don't remember that movie very well. I did see it when it came out, but I just remember being kind of like, what? Like, yeah. I remember being a little confused. I was like, all right, I guess that was an action movie. Like, Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's definitely like... It's fun. It's fun. 
and you just can't think about it. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what like uh, the Wolverine is, the, yeah. the one from Japan. That's it's literally just a fun film. It's, yeah, it's not. It ain't no Logan. Yeah, well, Logan, Logan is qu- the quintessential. I kind of wish he wasn't coming back. Keep coming back. I kind of wish he wasn't coming back. Is he oh, coming Deadpool? back? Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He's gonna be in Deadpool three. Oh Wolverine. no way. Yeah, yeah. And and they've they've talked. They're like, okay, so it's gonna it's since De- since Logan technically takes place in the future, it's gonna be like before, before that. Logan. Okay. But I'm like, yeah, but like. Yeah. You had well, Deadpool is such a jerk fest of a movie, right? It's like it, like Deadpool is literally meant to just be fun, and like Ryan Reynolds like wanted to make a movie with him so badly, and so it's like he's just like, can we just please come on? I'll pay you like probably getting paid like twenty million dollars to do it. He's probably getting the fattest paycheck ever, yeah. and it's Disney money now. So now he's getting that good Disney money. Yeah, like look, come back, we'll give you all the money you want. Yeah, yada yada. You can produce it even if you want or some shit. Direct, you can direct one of the scenes, whatever. Yeah. And then he's just like, all right, man, I'll come back. Yeah, or we'll, we'll get this fucking yeah. movie done. Yeah, fuck. Um, claws so. popping my hands here. Yeah. All right, you got the claws popping out of my hands here. Yeah. We'll give you twenty million dollars. All right, I guess it put me claws back on. <laughs> put me claws back yeah. on you. Yeah. Yes. Was there any other books though, back to Rambo, that <coughs> were written before like the second or third movie, or was it just First Blood? It's just First Blood because he, oh, he, he, he dies. He dies at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah it's it's funny because like between like the early seventies and the early eighties, a lot of like Hollywood was adapting a lot of books, such as The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Godfather is based off a book which yeah, came yeah. out in the sixties. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm I know I'm blanking on some, but there was like plenty that came out like where it's like, oh, this was a movie, Outsiders. Outsiders was a book, and they and then oh, Coppola man. made into a film. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, you know, and Outsiders is a great fucking book. It's a um, great movie. Yeah, it's not a lot of great. What was the last like great book that was made into a movie? I mean, other than like Harry Potter. <laughs> I mean, look, yeah, you know, books Harry Potter, really, yeah. Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. American Psycho, yeah, was kind of a, a big one. one. But yeah. yeah, they're not doing that a whole lot these yeah. days. Are people do people still write books? I don't know. Do we I don't, still have, I don't know how to read. Did we still have books? Well, I, know, I, mean, I forgot how to read. Talk, <laughs> we were talking about this, though, in our Game of Thrones episodes, how George R.R. George R. Martin really hasn't finished the books, so they're kind of going without him. It's like, it, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so, if you think about the books into the show, yeah. we were saying about uh, you know the last episode we did, which is, uh, I think it was House of the Dragons, like yeah. how you were comparing that to the show, and there was like, not much of a difference or yeah well, uh, well I, what i mentioned in the last episode charlie quick quick summary is like basically like so the house of the dragon is based off of a book that's a historical account so it's technically based off historical accounts it's not based off a book where there's formal chapters where characters are talking to each other mm, okay. um and so then like the way it's told is much different versus like the books the the proper game of thrones books which are all told through each chapter is a point of view from a character um but uh yeah no it's it's like you know, I've mentioned before that it's like, you know, Game of Thrones went over, they went over the books because the books aren't finished. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, you, unfortunately you got the ending that you did. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I know people are trying to like, they try to make the His Dark Material stuff, which is like the Golden Compass shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how that show did. No one talks about it. I've heard it's like someone I know who read the books. Who like, oh yeah, it's fine. Because HBO did like a His Dark Materials and it's starring the little yeah. girl from Logan, James McAvoy. Uh, I think he was in it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like uh, to answer your question, Charlie, like, I, don't, I don't know if a lot of people are doing it, or if they do, it's like it's something like obscure. Yeah. You know? it, yeah, it's it doesn't do as well because you know, like nowadays, like 
you know, movies are made the way they are. Everyone's got everyone's got yeah. a message to, to yeah, to yeah, yeah. There's yeah, and so it's everybody's like, got to say something yeah, about people, society. It's true, and, yeah. and, and people like have sacrificed storytelling for that. You know, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to like you guys ever heard like Kurt Douglas talk? Like you ever watch his interviews? No, he's such a Chad. Yeah, he's such a Chad. Yeah. He, he was a guy who played like the original Spartacus. And, yeah, and you know. Is he still alive? He died at 103 a few years ago. Whoa. Yeah, 103 years old. He's trying to get his DNA all fucking put together again, but he fucked up. He is Chad, 103. Damn. Yeah, and he did did all his own stunts back in the day, too. Or as many as he could do, anyways. And uh, he was uh, was on uh, Dick Cavett, and he was just talking to him. He's like, yeah, you know, he's like, like, you really don't want your message to get in the way of your story. Yeah. And he was a more liberal-minded guy. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you really don't want, it, want your message to get in the way of your story because he's like, yeah, because when that happens, then it's 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 not entertaining and, and you can lose sight of why you're making a movie in the first place. It just becomes propaganda, and yeah. it's and it's just it's just obvious. I mean, I kind of, I don't know, I, I I fear the day when people don't know the difference between like storytelling and propaganda. I think that day is already here. I think, I mean, yeah. I think for a lot of people, yeah, it is. Cause <laughs> yeah. there's so much, you know, there's, there's just so much out there. It's like, do you just not see how this just like, ob- this movie is just like so obviously pandering to you yeah. or it's just so obviously has this like kind of sanctimonious message that it's just kind of yeah. trying to hammer into you. Like you're a fucking moron. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, that's not a, that's not a story, you know, stories are, things that we've been telling you know handing down over generations for thousands of years that have a kind of have an ethic embedded in them that's sort of implicit in the story that's not you know an obvious political message yeah you know and and it's funny too because i was uh what was it oh john lasseter i think he used to head uh pixar Mm -hmm. and that's when all the pixar movies people said oh that's when pixar was good john lasseter left and then uh you know pixar continued on but like I saw like that movie Brave, and I saw um, uh, what was the one about the feelings? Oh, that one is uh, oh fuck what Inside Out. What was that? Inside, Inside, Inside Out. out. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say Knocked Up for a second. And I, wait, no, no, <laughs> knocked no, wait, Up. What was the movie about feelings? <laughs> knocked I feel up. Something. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I saw that with both Stefan and Miranda. And one of the things they told me, they're like, God, like, why do these movies feel so dumbed down? I was like, What do you mean? They're just fucking cartoons. They're like, Do you remember Toy Story being this dumbed down? And I was like. No, Got right? Like, cartridge, like animated movies didn't used to be dumb. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's like to a point where they like they have to be like, "Hey, kid, do you get it?" Right, you, and they they like have to really spell it out for you, and like right. the dialogue's very like you know they got to send a clean. message. This is why you should you know be open about your emotions and talk to a counselor or whatever. That, you know? that, well, like, that movie, uh, the ending of that film didn't make sense because like, you know how like the sad emotion and like the happy emotions were like blending. And oh, it's like, yeah. wait, what's the message? Sometimes you have to be sad. Is this like a nostalgia <laughs> thing? Yeah. Why? What? Like, dude, you should have killed sadness. I would have killed sadness, yeah, like yeah. the character. Like you have to kill sadness because she's causing problems. Right. Kill sadness and have a triumphant ending. You yeah, know? like that's yeah. what you're supposed cool to walk out of there going like, yeah, like that's how that movie's supposed to work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Speaking of Pixar, you ever seen Toy Story three? Yeah. Okay. You know that very scene? sad film. It's yeah. been a long time. Okay. Might so have, yeah. someone messed around with his kids. So what they did was the scene when they're going in the garbage, just like uh, the fire, the pit, or something yeah. like that, and they're about to die, and they're all holding hands. That's my favorite and, part. Okay. Yeah. So then the the claw thing saves them. So what the guy did for his kids is they never seen the movie, so he edited it 
to when they're just all going to go in the fire and then it just fades out and then the credits hit. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you got a friend in me. He starts crying. They play that song and then you got a friend. You got a friend in me. He just he just made a new he just made a <laughs> yeah, new Rambo. That just, kid's gonna grow oh up my... to like go on a shooting spree. They're, they're like, Dad, like, is that the ending? He's like, No, no, no. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah. And then he starts the kid. <laughs> just start crying. You know, you know. Okay, so you know what was fun about that movie. Is you know we all most of us at least you're, I know you're like 10, 15 years older than us but like Toy Story I first saw Toy Story when I was like four right three okay. or four and then Toy Story two came out I think I was like eight and then Toy Story three came out and I was about I was getting out of high school or like like just like just getting out of high school and it's funny because when you watch those films you're like like this movie's kind of growing with me these movies like we're growing together and then like the third movie is like all right cool I'm going to college and I don't need toys anymore. Mm. And it's like literally when that little girl wants Woody, and then like Andy's like, "What the fuck? No, that you you can't. That's that's my toy. Yeah, of like twenty years." And then he's like, "I have to let you go now. I have to let you go. Like this, it's over. Yeah, like my childhood is over." And that's what made that movie sad. Like I like everyone I know who saw it cried. Stefan yeah. cried when he saw it. My friend Riddler cried. I teared up a little bit because I'm like, "Yeah, like this is this is like a, it's something like that's it's so heartfelt." And it's like you didn't need to preach it to me, right? Yeah, I'm a high school dropout. I failed high school. I, I don't. I don't need to have a degree to understand what you were trying to tell me. Of yeah. Like, of like, yeah, this movie is basically it's it is the growth of a character, and like basically it's coming to an end. Like you're no longer gonna play with your toys. The story is over. Your childhood is over. It's time to grow up. Yeah, I mean they. I mean they knew they must have known their audience so well, and they knew the age of their audience. And, well, John Lasseter respected. He's like he's like, hey, I'm not going to yeah. talk down to my audience to the kids because yeah. they'll understand. Yeah, and people who are a little older who grew up with these movies will understand. If you speak I like to, how we're yeah. talking about a veteran who was killing people in the fucking woods and shit now to uh, Pixar well, I, I, and I, love and happiness. You and know, shit. I, I like going on tangents in the podcast. It makes it a little more interesting. But, yeah, but like, yeah, like remember that part in Rambo three where like Rambo. <laughs> And Woody went on that <laughs> rampage, you know. Well, also, when it all Woody comes picked together. up an M60 machine gun and was like, oh, there's a snake in my boot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my dog. What are you doing? You take that from me. But, but that's the other thing, too, is like, it's like this all kind of comes back together of like, of like smart writing and not talking down to your audience yeah. and just telling a fucking story. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you can have a message of like, oh, I'm trying to tell a message about the end of childhood and the beginning of manhood. Yeah. It's like, and you can do that in an hour and a half. You can do that and not preach. And yeah. you cannot talk down to them. You can treat them like people. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like, if a child can understand that, I sure as hell can understand it, right? Yeah. It's, and if vice versa, it's like, well, you know, if someone like me can understand it at the age of 17, like, sure, maybe a 10 year old can understand it. Yeah. You know, because it's a very simple message of just like, hey, it's time to grow up. Yeah. You know, that, that's it. If you, if you want to keep the message simple, even. But uh, yeah, no, nowadays it's like, they, they, they either talk down to their audience, they don't respect their audience, and they preach to their audience. And like, it's literally like, the like Hollywood is just run by radical ideologues. Yeah, you know, and and so it's it's really hard to like, it's hard to find a good story. That's why I obsessed over Northman and Maverick and Batman to a degree. You know, it's funny we actually had a discussion of whether or not Batman was woke mm. because it's like you know, um, there's that very cringe line of like uh, all the people care about all these white privilege assholes. And like also too, like, I remember that when we saw the movie, you're like, ah. and I literally groaned out loud. Yeah, and I literally, yeah, and I, I got into a huge debate with someone about that, and I, I won't go into it on on air, but um, yeah, like you know, it's funny because all the all the good guys are are like black, other than Batman, they're all like people of color. If we're gonna use that phrase, mm-hmm. um, and all the villains are white. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I, other than Falcone, it's like, well, Italian's white. And uh, it's not a discussion I want to get into. But, um, like... <laughs> Interesting coincidence, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, right? And so it's just kind of like... It's it's funny, because I, I only, like, got that message, like, after that line. Because, like, you're, you're watching the movie the whole time, and, like, the way I see it is, like, okay, like, sure, they, they made Gordon Black, and they made uh, Catwoman. Honestly, you, you can... If you don't know that that Zoe Kravitz is like of black and Jewish descent, you can just be like, "Yeah, she's Mexican. Yeah, she's Italian." Like, you, I mean, you don't know, right? Yeah. Like, you know, but it's it's like, you know, when they when they recast Gordon, I was like, "Well, like, I like Jeffrey Wright. I think he's a great actor. Yeah, like, I like him. Yeah." And he wasn't going on about his race, so I'm like, "Yeah, it's fine." Like, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna like have that that race swap thing, it's like fine. Just don't preach to me about it. Yeah. And so when I'm watching the movie, I'm not even thinking about politics. Yeah. Until. She says that line until you say something, and then you're like, "Oh, that's why you did all that." And I'm like, you know? "Oh!" And then Bella Real is like, "Is like perfect. She's not corrupt. The yeah. mayor who won, like, she's not corrupt. And yeah, she's, she's shot by a toxic white male, right, right, right? And so, and so the whole time you're like, "Fuck, is the movie woke? I don't know." Right. But see, and here's the thing: it's like I, I like that. It's there's there's still some ambiguity to it. It's like, well, I don't know for sure. Maybe some of the people who worked on it wanted it woke. Maybe yeah. some people weren't. I, and and that's kind of the fun thing. Like if you're gonna make a if you're gonna take a movie and add politics to it, you can just kind of ha- make it subtle and you can leave it up for interpretation. Yeah. Um, when I watch the film, I don't really think about it, uh, but I have thought about it when I was doing this analysis uh, initially when we first talked about the movie. And um, yeah, I mean that's that's Batman. I think handled it well. Um, I think a lot of movies don't. Uh, yeah. Maverick. Maverick. There's none of that. You, no. you have people of different ethnicities, yeah. but that's it. I mean, that's like, the thing. That's the thing is like, I, I fucking love Maverick so much. Um, you know, like, like Batman had elements of that, you know, yeah. it kind of had those, it had kind of those, uh, you know, not like overtones, but it had some of those like woke political undertones, but you know, Wait, which, which film, sorry, uh, Batman, Batman. Yeah. 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 But, but I think ultimately like the story of Batman himself there, you know, came out as like a very like real and like human story. And, yeah. and ultimately it was good. But yeah, like something like Maverick, where you had you actually had a very diverse cast in Maverick, but because it wasn't like it wasn't you know it wasn't as like self aware, it wasn't like you know it wasn't bragging about it, it wasn't shoving it down your throat. I was like, okay, like yeah, it didn't even occur to me. I was like, yeah, okay, all of these people are fighter pilots. Like, great, yeah. like let's get on with the story. Like you know, and like, that, you know that's the other thing about Cobra Kai is like Cobra Kai, like you know, it takes place in modern times, it takes place in like the L.A. area. The L.A. area is very diverse, so it makes sense, right? And it's funny anytime they bring up woke stuff, they make fun of it. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, like if the, if the show is woke, I I can't tell because they also make fun of it. So I mean, it's like whatever. The boys is kind of like that too. Yeah. Um. But it's it, it makes sense too because it's like I mean like in Maverick you know they had they had people you know black guys in in the in the in the and Navy even nerds and too and nerds yeah another yeah. marginalized right. uh, group no I'm kidding uh, but fighter like, pilots I you know you'd be surprised <laughs> fighter pilots are all nerds oh yeah they're yeah, I mean, all Bob like, kept it strong He's yeah like nerds unite yeah so. Bob um, but yeah it's it's like when it makes sense to the story when it makes sense given the time period given the setting mm-hmm. you know it's like fine it's like yeah like that's that's cool with me but it's like you know if uh i was it's funny i was watching last kingdom and uh this was very interesting to me and i don't know if i've brought this up already i might have they had so the you know last kingdom takes place in like the 8 or 900s in england you know uh it's vikings and saxons versus so everyone's white obviously they have a black guy in it and he's like a bishop and I was like, okay, you know, if, if you want to try to use some mental gymnastics to make that work and say, oh, perhaps there was a guy of African descent who was found, who found God and worked with the church and then w- decided to do a pilgrimage to England to whatever you can, you can, it, 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 it's, it, it it's happen. possible. It could happen. Yeah. 
he was the most incompetent character in the whole show. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. And it made me, it made me wonder. It's like, was that on purpose? Right. Did like, cause imagine this, imagine, imagine you're a, a director, you're running a show. Producers go, Hey, uh, we need more diversity, yada, yada. And you're like, come on, man. Like this takes place in England in the 800s. That wouldn't make sense. No, look, we need to have it. Our shareholders want this, yada, yada. You have to do this. Yeah. All right. It's just, yeah. I will. It's like, all right, I'll fucking put I'm him gonna in there. Fucking but do I'm going to make him suck. And I'm going to make him suck. And I'm going to make him incompetent. And <laughs> yeah. you're not even going to know. He, he, I mean, I, I, he's, he, he's in the show for no reason. Like, yeah. he's literally, he's just there. He's just another guy. And, and like I said, he was, he was like the most incompetent character. And I was like, what are we trying to say here? Yeah. What are, yeah. like, are, are, is this like, are you making a commentary? Are you being spiteful? Right. Is it just coincidence yeah. that he's incompetent? Like, I don't know. And it was very interesting to me and kind of funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I watched something else where they did that too, where it's just kind of like, it's like, are you doing this on purpose? What's yeah. happening? That's the weird thing about having, you know, identity politics like so out in the open the way it is now is that you just... You know, yeah, it makes you have to overanalyze like every little yeah. thing in in media and entertainment. You know, I was just talking uh, to a friend about this recently. How you know, I grew up in an era where you know I was watching a lot of uh, action movies with uh, female action stars, with you know female heroines like uh, Kate Beckinsale and Mila Jovovich, and. Yeah, that I was, was going to talk about her, yeah. yeah she, keep, uh, keep talking. I'm going to get my jacket. It's yeah, fucking cold. Those were, just like, those were just the movies that I was into, and it like didn't occur to me whether you know the whether the protagonist was like male or female or whatever, and there was you know a lot of diversity. I mean, you had you know you had Blade. You know, I was really into the Blade movies, and you had a yeah, black the Blade protagonist. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. You know, Until and you it get just, to Blade 3, and then it's like... <laughs> yeah, right? And like, you know, just I none of that shit ever occurred to me until I was made very aware of it. Because identity politics is, you know, so is so out there now. So now you have to think and that now now you wonder if it's if it's, you know, authentic, like it could have just been authentic. And I grew up with that and it would have just been totally normal to have a very diverse cast. But now you're like, are you are you trying to shove that down my throat? You know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's I don't like, feel like that, though. I just feel like, you know, if they make a good movie, I don't even give a fuck who's like in the lead of it. If yeah. It's a guy or a girl. I'm not like that. But the thing is. I don't care. Just make a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's my thing is it's like uh, you have see a lot of times what people do nowadays is instead of your plot and your characters being the main focus of your film, it's the message. Yeah. And it's the politics. And so it's you. Can, it's hard to enjoy the movie. It's hard to enjoy the show. Like I remember I remember I was watching Falcon Winter Soldier and about halfway through I'm like, oh, no, this show's woke and it's preachy and like and what's his name like uh, winter soldier says something to falcon where he's just like i never knew what it was like for for a black man to have to deal and i was like whoa oh, yeah like, just him saying that i was like dude like this is so weird like watching it in a marvel film yeah in a marvel yeah. tv show i'm like i'm like i never like i never even thought about this and to hear a character like literally just say the words i'm like dude this is this just it just took me out of it i'm like i'm like i don't want this in my show i'm, I'm not i'm not i wasn't even trying to be like oh i agree or disagree it's like i this does not belong here yeah this this message this i just yeah. don't want to be preached to yeah like that's it that's literally and this is such a big you know i mean it's such a it's such a big debate now but like literally all it is is i don't want to be talked down to and i don't want to be preached to and i don't want to be condescended to like make a fucking good movie. I don't care what the race or the gender of the characters yeah, is. That's what I was yeah. saying. You know, yeah. like, 
But when they shove it down your throat like that, though, like yeah. you were saying with the Batman, it's like, did you really have to fucking say that? These and white privileged assholes. Yeah, I mean, and then it makes you. What well, starts to make you overanalyze everything because then you're because then you're second guessing what you're watching. You're second guessing everything, and, and it's it's like you said, Charlie, where it's like when you see a movie where it's like, oh, some diverse casting. You're like, okay, so why did they do it? I, did they do it because I wanted to do it? They just want to tell a story. Is right. this a political thing? And it's funny because when I say that out loud, I'm like, wow, that makes me sound kind of bigoted. But right. it's like, but it's like, no, it's it's like. There's there there is political intention behind this, and you can't ignore it. Yeah, and, and and that's what like I get into fights with people about this all the time. Like my more like kind of like liberal friends, like I get in fights with them, and I'm just like, dude, like I'm like I'm not trying to like say one thing or another. It's just kind of like there is intention, and you can't ignore it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah. so yeah, it's 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 just disappointing, and it's like I like yeah. my movies when they're good. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like look, just like you can cast it however you want, but just like make make sure it works within the context of it. Yeah. Um, you know, in the context of the story and the time period. And, you know, just don't preach to me. I mean, that's why I think that's why Maverick was so successful. You know, it was it was diverse, but it wasn't preachy. And there was a massive hunger for that. So hopefully I you was know. scared that movie wasn't gonna be that good because yeah. usually a lot of the nostalgia yeah, yeah. films that come out, it's like with like say Maverick, I was like, okay, well they're pulling Tom Cruise, but are they gonna live up to the original? Because the original was so iconic. Honestly, I like this- it more as a story. Like, cause I saw I saw Top Gun for the first time. The first one I saw it for the first time a week before I saw Maverick. Oh, so okay. I wasn't like, oh my god, when I was five, I saw that. I, I wasn't even looking at it. From <laughs> yeah, no, you have to see it from I that perspective. No... Though, but you can't. But yeah. at the same time, it's yeah. like redoing Ghostbusters or something. It's yeah. like you know, you, they, they kind of went back and made it like with the original cast at the very end. Yeah. But at the same time, it's all about nostalgia these days, like pulling mm-hmm. on the heartstrings and everything. And that's if they made another Rambo movie, going back to Rambo, since this is the actual episode about Rambo. <laughs> um, Next time we discuss Rambo Six, they, starring they, Phoebe. Waller Bridge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're saying to make a uh, remake of Rambo, like with a whole new character, like you're saying close to the book, it's like you're not really bringing that nostalgia back into it because people are going to be like, oh, Rambo, like where's uh, Sylvester Stallone? You know, and, yeah, yeah. It, it's tough. It's really tough. Yeah, to it's, do it, shit like, like that. I said, it's like if they did remake it, it would have to be like, no, we're going to tell the book story. It's like it's not just nostalgia. I mean, sure, everything's cash grab. But of course, yeah. if you make a movie called First Blood, people are like, and you promote it as, oh, the first, the Rambo that started it all. It's like that'll bring people in. But if you tell it, more, it's going to be called Young Blood. <laughs> yeah, young yeah, blood. yeah, right. Ooh, I could actually, I could totally see that being a sequel, but it's like his daughter or something. Yeah, his, yeah, yeah, right. Like young, like uh, Rambo Youngblood. Her last name's Rambo. Oh no, no, uh, no, 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 no! Shut up! Shut no. up! Shut up! His adopted <laughs> Latina daughter, Rambo. Stop giving young them blood. ideas, Jane Rambo. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it, it's it's funny because uh, Critical Drinker did a review of. Um, uh, what's it called? I still have to watch this motherfucker. Rings, he's great. Oh, he's he great. He, yeah, he okay. did a review of Rings of Power, and he he said something that I I've never been able to articulate until he brought it up. He's like, <laughs> he's like, what what is the what is the ethnic makeup of the Westerlings? What is what is the ethnic makeup of the people from um ah the fucking island that everyone was at I, uh, Numenor? It's like. A lot of times when you when you look at people in, in like, especially early Game of Thrones, when you look at someone, you're like, okay, you're more light skinned and you have this thick northern accent. You're probably from the north. You're light skinned, but you have more of a posh accent. You're probably from the south. You're of a darker complexion. You're probably from the east, right? It's like everyone people look the uh, people in real life yeah. look the way they do because of where their ancestors grew up. Yeah. And so when you have a story that takes place in a time where migration and interracial marriages were not a fucking thing. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, in the south of, of uh, Middle Earth, there's people of color and white people. In the deep north of Middle Earth, there's people of color and white people. It's like, so where is everybody from? Like, Also, like when you're 
when you're snapping like back and forth, it's like, where is everybody? Like, what? Where are we in the context of the world? Because yeah. I don't know. Because everyone is multi-ethnic and diverse. Well, I have no idea what's it's, going it's on. It's weird because it's kind of it kind of changes like the it kind of changes like the you know the like tolkien-esque like middle earth conception of race because like lord of the rings like if you watch it like like interestingly enough like it's actually very um like it's it's actually like very kind of ethno-nationalist you know but, <laughs> it's but like the orcs should be from the bronx right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like the races aren't like you know black white chinese latino you know they're like orcs elves uh dwarves hobbits you know you like that's like the want. idea of race yeah. in in yeah. middle earth and then yeah. you start it's like spe- it's more species related it's, it's not mo- yeah. yeah it's yeah, not yeah. so much like my skin tone yeah because yeah. if you notice in rings of power i watched like one episode uh, when they went to the dwarves, uh, there was actually, I think, the wife of yeah, was black, like black, black, black dwarf. Yeah, yeah. So you never Wait, seen and, a black. And dwarf. it's funny because it's it's she did a very good job. Like her her acting was good. Uh, that actress is very very woke and very lefty, and how her acting is going to change the world. Very very cringe when people say that. Like, oh, we as actors, we're going to change the world. And it's like, dude, you're you're a performer. No. Stop. Yeah, you're gonna, Stop no. it. You're yeah. you're just I the clown. Where I've seen that actress before. I've seen her in something. I you're going to change the fucking channel on my TV, is what you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop preaching to me. No, yeah, like um, you know, and that's kind of the thing where it's just kind of like people. I was talking to someone about this. I'm like, people look the way they do because of where we where our ancestors came from, you know. And so it's it's like. When you're telling a story, I, I hate to say this because this is going to be interpreted very negatively, but it's like when you're telling a story essentially about Europe, Western Europe, people in Western Europe before colonialism and all that look the same. Yeah. And so, and, and that's the thing. It's just like, you know, back then people are like, you have, you have like Irishmen and Englishmen bitching each other out and, and hating each other and they're both white. And so it's like, it's like, yeah, it, it's, it's not just the color of your skin. It's literally, it's a cultural thing too. Yeah. As to why people are maybe racist or people separating themselves from one another. But it's like, it's hard to differentiate, differentiate where you are in this, in, in a lot of these stories. Like, like, here's the thing, like in game of Thrones, like you had, you had black people in game of Thrones in the first show and you had people who were Asian and, but it's like, yeah, but people from Dorne are known to look that way. People from, um, the Summer Isles are are known to look black because the right. Summer Isles are supposed to be basically located to you know uh, near a version of Africa. Is there's what, there's is some what... internal consistency there, exactly. You know, and I mean, just to play devil's advocate, I mean, the the rebuttal that people would probably have to that would be like, you know, well, it's a fantasy world. Like you believe in dwarves and elves and magic, but you don't think that a hobbit could be black. It's like that's not the that's not the point, I don't you know. Think like that though, I don't. Well, really it's care. not like it's there. There's just no, you know, within that world, you know, <laughs> we're conceptualizing, you know, these people as like, you know, it's you know, kind of this, you know, European folk fantasy sort of thing, yeah. and just kind of with just for the sake of the internal consistency, well, like, yeah. yeah, it's weird. Like, well, here's the thing: it's like, okay, if we're gonna have black hobbits, yeah, fine, but have them come from a different part of the world where it's right. like, hey. Like there is a part of the world or a part of the Hobbiton where they look this way. Yeah, have, like, fine. Have like a race of hobbits. Yeah, that, 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 so, and like and those that are the black makes hobbits. Way more sense. Like there's, it doesn't like, make any sense why yeah. like some hobbits would be very white and some would be very black. And it, and it's like, like and they're all mixed and it's like oh there's only a couple black ones and a couple white ones and it's like and they're just scattered and it's kind of like yeah. wait so like. Where does everybody come from? I was thinking about. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I don't. I don't know. Like the the, the, the uh, There's no ethnic consistency within the context of this fantasy, and a lot of people will be like, "Well, what, what does it matter? What does it matter?" It's just like because that's how the world is, right? Because like, <laughs> that's how it is in the real world. When you meet someone of a different race, you know, like, oh, 
like you talk to them, it's like, oh, your your ancestors probably came from here, right? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we get, yeah, yeah, like you said, like you know, like yeah, put black hobbits in there, put Chinese elves in there, you know, yeah. whatever. But like, have it have some internal consistency. You know, you Otherwise, it just looks like you're shoehorning in, you know, actors of color or whatever because that's your agenda. Like, yeah, yeah, and that's what makes it so cringe and th- and that's what takes me out of watching the story because it's like i know the intention at the end of the day yeah and it's like you can you don't try to dress it up as anything else it's like i know what you're doing and i don't approve and just stop yeah. <laughs> just stop doing this please because no one gave a fuck when when black people showed up in game of thrones in the first one like uh like salador san the yeah. pirate in season <clears throat> two it's one of my favorite characters in game of thrones i didn't complain i was like yeah well he's a pirate he's not he's from sothorios the summer i was like yeah that's yeah. how they look over there like yeah yeah, yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Oh, the Dothraki. There's supposed to be a version of like Mongol and like Middle Eastern. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sold on it. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. That They're from an Eastern part of the world. It makes sense within the context of that world. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you know, like uh, one of the things him and I talked about in the last episode was like uh, the Valyrians are all supposed to look the same because they're all like because Valyria was a very incestuous, decadent society. It's supposed to kind of like uh, imitate like how Rome was before it fell. Yeah. And you have this family called the Valarians where in the stories, in the books, they're white because they all look the same. And they've already interbred with the Targaryens, which would make them all look the same. In the show, they're very, like, uh, Corlys, Corlys is his name, Corlys uh, Corlys Valarian is very, very, very ethnic. It's very dark. Mm -hmm. And and he he kept saying the line, I am the blood of Valyria. I am the pure blood of Valyria. And I'm like, you're really trying to sell me on that, aren't you? That he is Valyrian and I shouldn't question it. And like, so if if they like if they added an extra line where it's like oh I'm from a part of Valyria that's forgotten I'm I'm my ancestors left Valyria a long time ago we are from an yeah. ancient bloodline I would go okay cool yeah so so perhaps your ancestors left they went to the Summer Isles Sothorios wherever right and then they interbred with the people down there and now you're Valyrian like you're 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 black and mm-hmm. that makes sense because your ancestors also came from it but no it's like no like Valyria was this multicultural no it wasn't yeah it was a very like everyone looked the same. Everyone fucked each other. Everyone was an asshole. Like, that's why it fell. I was, I was yeah. telling him uh, because he was mentioning that. And then I, my mom was like, because she loves Game of Thrones. So she was watching it. And I said, like, yeah, those, 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 those that race is not black. She goes, I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> she says that. It was just like, because she's like, why do they keep fucking doing this? I know we're totally going on another tangent here, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I just think like when you take a race and they like, say for, uh, Guess who's coming to dinner? Is that like an old movie or something? Like, guess who's yeah, yeah, and and that that very much was a that was a political movie because it's like that was with Sidney Poitier and um, uh, 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 Catherine Hepburn, and the whole the, the whole thing was like a faux pas. It's like, hey, I'm bringing my black fiance. I don't remember if it was fiance yeah. or husband to my white traditional family. So it's, yeah. it was a, that that movie in particular uh, was a very kind of like politically charged movie because it's like, yeah, like yeah. how are they going to handle this? Like, this is a very touchy subject and in, in, I think it came out in the 60s so that was around the time of the civil rights and then yeah. then you had the the, the remake, remake with I think it was Ashton Kutcher was the was the husband and then the whole family was black and I think it was more of a comedy it was a comedy yeah yeah but um, anyways you were saying sorry no no I was just saying like how we get these movies with uh, race swapping and stuff like that now I'm not sure if you guys know The Great Outdoors that old movie with Dan Aykroyd and John Candy 
No. You don't, do you remember seeing no, that? No. You guys are going to see, you're not going to understand this, though, but the, basically the whole movie was like a bunch of, it was a white cast, and now they're replacing it with a whole black cast. Yeah. So it's like, why do you need to do that? You don't shove it in my face. Just make another fucking movie. Like, yeah. put these people in their own movie. Don't say it's the great outdoors. So, you know, we were saying about Ghostbusters earlier. They, they did a, like a, a reboot and made them all girls. I no problem with that, but everyone was giving them shit about it. But like, it was a bad movie. Well, once again, it was politically motivated. Yeah, like the, like the whole. It was funny. There was actually evidence that came out to where it's like the whole like um, sexist thing was a marketing ploy to sell the film. Mm. Yeah, and so oh, and here's the thing. It's like you can take a cast. You can be like, hey, we're gonna take this this thing and we're gonna remake it and make and we're gonna make everyone black or Mexican, whatever. You know, it's funny. Another movie that did that is you ever seen Death at a Funeral? Yes. Yeah. So, so it, yeah. there's two of those. There's the English version. Yeah. And then the American version where, like, the family's black. And, it, like, even the feel of it's different. It's more of kind of like a black comedy. Not black comedy as, like, dark humor, but, like, like humor. you know, like, African-American. Like, it has more of that kind of, like, I don't want to say Tyler Perry feel to it, but it kind of, like, has, you it know does. what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. The, like, like, black American comedy. Yeah. It has that. And that's fine. Like, yeah. if, if you're going to take a movie like that, it's like, yeah, if you're going to race swap it, then, like, yeah, have it feel like a different film like you know have it have like that more kind of like african-american like humor to it because that's fun like that that humor is also funny yeah you know um instead of like no we, we need to make the same thing or recasting it because we you know yeah uh, like you can you know you can make a new just make a just make a new movie yeah and be like this is the movie you know or just, try, yeah, or just make a new film don't try to be like this is the same movie and if you disagree you're racist yeah. like well let's say rambo right they make a they remake it yeah maybe not first blood book if you make it and switch him to a black man, it's like... As long know. as you make Tiso black, I don't care. Yeah. Because if you make him white, then... Yeah. Like, okay, okay. Like, like the implications of that. Right. right? Like, like, if that came out maybe 10 or 15 years ago, no one really, really cared. Yeah, it would have been like, yeah, whatever. But Yeah, but it's like, if you make a movie like that now... And, and that's kind of like my problem is like, it's funny, my... Uh, Stefan and I had an idea that was like a like kind of like a feminist like kind of empowerment movie that we came up with like ten years ago where we're like yeah if we made that now it would seem like very much like we're like we're trying to ride like the woke train even though we came up with that idea like ten years ago you know and, and that would be the thing like even if like because of all the propaganda and and how we're like we're basically kind of being like brainwashed to be like this and to be hostile and to overanalyze everything. It's like because of that, even if you tried to make a movie where, oh, we just felt like doing a race swap with Rambo, it would automatically have that implication of like, what are you trying to do? Is this is this a woke thing? Like, what's the intention behind it? Are you yeah. trying to preach a message or do you just want to tell a story again? Yeah. And I was thinking about that. Like, okay, if they made it, but they didn't want to make it look like a police brutality film, they would have to make Tiesel and maybe one or two of the deputies like black or Hispanic or something. That'd be yeah. the only way that would work today. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, it would change the entire <coughs> meaning of the movie. Yeah. It would literally just turn into like that instead of like, oh, we're trying to tell a story about like a veteran and his like struggles. Like, no, this would just turn into racist guy. Goes yeah. After racist cop goes after black guy. Yeah. 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 It'd be a gang war instead of a Vietnam yeah. war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> He's just an ex gangbanger. You know, I traumatized to... from drive-bys. That actually be kind of interesting. That'd be cool. That'd yeah. be. That'd actually be kind of funny. You know, you could, you could, you could, you could like, you could squeeze that into like, you know, or just kind of just uh, massage the Rambo story into something kind of like that. That would be kind of yeah, like yeah. Di- directed by the guy who made fucking um, Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Oh, that would be actually right? kind of cool. <laughs> Or Spike I, Spike Lee or whatever his fucking not Spike Jones Spike, Spike Lee yeah Spike Lee yeah well yeah. he he's very he's very political his yeah, his yeah. stuff it, it, if he directed Rambo it would be very very political I you know I I had this idea tell me what you guys think of this just in light of the new Indiana Jones trailer like in, instead of instead of trying to uh, put like you know marionette strings on Harrison Ford's corpse. I had this, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I yeah, think we should, exactly, you know what I think great. would be fucking awesome 
is if you did like if you rebooted Indiana Jones, you could have Harrison Ford do like a cameo, but reboot Indiana Jones with a grown up short round as an archaeologist. Oh, oh the, the, the same actor? Like maybe not the same actor. Well, you could maybe because he was in that really great movie, uh, everything and everything. everything yeah, yeah, yeah. everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, yeah, I just saw. It. Yeah, and I was like, I was, I was blown away halfway through the movie, movie. My friend was like, "Hey, do you recognize that actor?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "That's short round." I'm like, "No fucking." That's way. data from Goonies. Yeah, yeah, but he's yeah. like, he's you know a legitimate like kung fu expert. He could be like a kung fu fighting archaeologist. Oh, you know, K Kui Kwan. Sorry, sorry. I know you won't be able to pronounce his name. Sorry, I'm not being racist. I just can't pronounce it. I think if you're going to carry on the Indiana Jones franchise, I think that would be an awesome way to do it. Yeah, you but know? you think he can carry a movie, especially that big? Yeah, that, can that, he? So I mean, you know what it would have to be? It, it would have to be that like the movie opens with with short round. Like he's an archaeologist. He's just doing his thing. He's a he's a normal guy. Okey dokey, Jones. He, he discovers he discovers something where he's like, oh my god, I've discovered this thing. Indy. Like. I need help. Yeah. I need Indy. Yeah. And then he finds Indy and totally. it's, a, it's like a buddy cop film. Totally. And it's like the two of them together. I think like, that would be awesome. Yeah. That yeah. would be fucking sick. Totally. That, you yeah. know, and, and it would be, it would be consistent with the Indiana Jones story and it would be diverse without being pandering or, or preachy or anything like that. Dude, you, like, I think it would be awesome. Wait, wait, wait. So did you, I'm sorry. Anthony. No, you're, you're, uh, I wasn't going to say anything. Okay. So <laughs> I know everybody so, loves short round. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. True. They had an idea and I would have totally like gone with it that they were going to remake Indiana Jones, but they're going to use Chris Pratt as Indy. I heard that rumor that they yeah, were going to do that. Yeah. I think they yeah. could have pulled it off. I think I think they could have pulled. I, I'll be honest. I'm not a big fan of Chris Pratt. Okay. I I don't. He's he's fine. I just don't think. I just I don't think he's badass enough. I don't know. In every movie I see him in, I'm like I'm just he's like too oh, funny. He's too funny. Just he's too ball, nice. Peter. I'm just like oh he's Chris <laughs> Pratt. Like you know he's funny. Like yeah, yeah. yeah you know um I I wouldn't have wanted because I had heard about it. I I wouldn't have wanted a Indiana Jones reboot. Yeah. Like I'm fine with like well I guess. I guess I would be normally fine with like, yeah, you know, bring them out. Okay, I heard Crystal Skull sucked. Oh god, but Crystal as, Skull was. But as a concept of just like, hey, we're just gonna, you know, I know it's been like twenty years, but we're gonna just make one more film. Like that's fine. Like yeah. the concept of like, we're just gonna bring them out real quick, make a quick film, make a buck, call it a night. But like the idea of like remaking these classics like that, it's, yeah, it's like I'm I'm completely against it. it yeah, it's just it's like, dude, like Indiana Jones as a franchise is classic. It's like you can't Do not remake Back to the Future. I swear to fuck. Oh, you know they're gonna they're going yeah. to they're gonna remake yeah, they're that. Gonna. They're gonna like this. This will be like when 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 eighties nostalgia starts falling apart because I know nineties yeah. nostalgia is kind of coming up soon. Like when eighties nostalgia starts to fall, that's when like they'll like it'll be like the last ditch effort to like revive the eighties. You'll have probably Rambo. You'll have. Uh, Terminator, I, I don't think they'll reboot it because they've made so many already. But you'll have, uh, yeah, Back to the Future. What was another one I was just thinking of? Um, nah, not Star Wars. Uh, you know what's funny? I was thinking, like, imagine if they remade Godfather. Hmm. Yeah, you mentioned this before. Yeah. yeah, but you'd have to modernize it. It'd have to be like a Mexican cartel or something. Like, because it, 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 mob films are not, like mob films Scarface, are, Scarface. Mob films are do. out now. Like, yeah. no, one, no one, you know, no one really like. Yeah. They, like mob films are kind of passe. But uh, no, I, I think I think down the road. They will. Yeah, they will. You know, but although yeah. I think Robert Zemeckis, I think how you say his name? Yeah, yeah. Zemeckis. Zemeckis. He owns Back to the Future. Yes. He owns the rights. And he's like, you're not remaking this. Because they talked about sequels and remakes. He's like, nope. Not while I'm alive. Yeah. So it'll be when, he, good. Di- good. when he dies. Good, yeah. Then that's when... That's when they'll That's do it. That's when shit's going to They're just going to keep... They won't have... Hollywood won't have to come up with any original ideas until our children are like 15, 20. You yep. know? They're going to have to... They're just going to... They're like, we're going to milk this fucking generation for everything Jaws. we can. 
No. You, you never know. thought about that? Oh, you know, Jaws remake would be cool. I would totally watch a Jaws <laughs> yeah. remake. Because you have Sharknado now. <laughs> you got like Jaws is Why just so Why do you Jaws when you have Sharknado? Like, the whole time, we the whole audience would be like, when do the sharks become a tornado? Like, when do the sharks? I'm waiting for them to spin. <laughs> it's funny, you know, fun fact. How was a Jaws remake? It was no tornado. It sucked. I hated it. <laughs> It's funny. Fun fact: uh, I went to uh, went to an acting program when I was younger, and I went there with a girl whose father directed Jaws three. No way. Yeah, yeah. No way. I heard it was the worst one. I, I never <laughs> no, saw. No, I no, only no, saw no, the first no, no. one. Jaws four is the worst one. Is it? Okay. Yes. Fuck. There's four. Yeah. How many are there? Are there four? There's four. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, but he did Jaws three. I, I met him too. Nice guy. The nice one dude. they did at SeaWorld. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so what they did. Is the that movie. where they did it? Okay. Yeah, yeah the movie's basically yeah. Jaws and SeaWorld. Yeah. Oh. It was SeaWorld, I think. I can't remember. Exactly. Just where they just filmed, they just filmed orcas eating trainers. That's all they did. Oh, for that here, one. Here's just... the thing. Okay, <laughs> really quick. On Jaws four, okay, okay. Jaws four, basically, <laughs> they make the shark like you know he has um, some sort of ability to sense the family that they were attacked. Like the family, I think there was the. Oh God, I can't remember their name. The the one guy that kept killing the shark in the first movie and the second movie. Mm. He's like. The smiley son of a bitch, that guy, um, that his son got attacked by a shark and the mother was like, oh, the fear killed them of the shark or something. And then uh, so they moved to the Bahamas and the shark in New York traveled all the way down to the Bahamas. Oh, just no, to way. Attack him. oh no way. He yeah. followed him, <laughs> followed him all the way. There. I can sense you in the water. Dun, 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 That's dun, what Jaws 4 was. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. Yeah, exactly. So it was really bad, but that is dumb, dumb. Uh, the dumb. shark movie that I grew up with was uh, Deep Blue Sea. That's my favorite shark movie. Uh, Samuel with, uh, Jackson. Samuel right? L. Jackson, yeah. and they're on the like it's like an oil rig or something like that, and the shark it's like super smart and it's, like starts chasing him around. Uh, last shark cool. movie I saw was Megalodon or the something like about the huge ass shark that was at the bottom. The of super shark that used to exist. Yeah. Oh, with the Meg was it the, the Meg? Meg? The Meg. It I meant to the see Meg. that. I never did. Big Jason uh, Statham fan. I love Jason oil Statham. Oil Jason Statham. God, that guy's fucking dope. Yeah. Especially in that movie, uh, the series, uh, Crank. They need to make a third Crank movie. What the fuck? Did they not make a third Crank? No. Yeah, he, he might. He still might. I don't know. They'd have to bring it. I know how Chester Bennington made cameos the first two, so they'd have to like deep fake Chester Bennington. <laughs> right. <in the> movie. <laughs> he was uh, in Saw, too. He got killed by... Uh, he was uh, in one of the Saws? Yeah. Oh, oh, no way. Yeah, he was one of the guys who was a victim of... Uh, uh, <coughs> which which Saw was it? Because I saw Saw 1 through 5. I think it might be the fourth or fifth one because like he had all these like piercings so he had all these chains connected to the piercings oh oh i do remember that was chester wow I, was why chester. don't i remember oh, that wow. well those movies got more forgettable like that yeah yeah jaws I, or uh, saw two i remember being really good like i i actually own the box set of all of them too. i liked saw two a lot it was on sale at target for 20 bucks nice <laughs> blu-ray the entire Dude, saw series i was 11 and i was with my one of my middle school girlfriends and me her her best friend and her dad we all went and saw the first saw movie i was 11 years old oh my god dude yeah yeah i and saw like, some shit i probably shouldn't have watched when i was 11 but like i, I just remember saw like when i was 11 when it ends and he's just like the key to the chain is in the bathtub and then you remember from the first frame of the film where the key went down the drain and she's like game over slams the door you're like oh well i'm going to bed now this was a fun day Great film, great fucking movie. Yeah, they got worse though after time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's it, James Wan directed the. I think he did the first three. Did he direct the first three. I believe so. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So he did that. He did Final Destination, and then he did Aquaman. Did he do Final Destination? I think he did. Did he? I I don't know. I I, I, I don't know. Did Bride of Chucky or so something? So he did. Like that. He did Saw movies. He did Insidious one and two. He did Conjuring one and two. 
He did Aquaman. Um, right? And then he did Aquaman. I yeah. love the whole Insidious and, Conjuring And he did Furious so 7, which was the first, his first action film was Furious really? 7. Oh. Yeah. Wow, like, right. you know, it's funny. When he, because I saw Furious 7, that movie is so, it's such an over-the-top, like, girls with their big butts and these tan, beautiful women and these buff guys. Like, it, to me, when he Just makes... Just the fantasy of a 15-year-old boy. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's funny. I like fast cars and fast women. When, yeah. he makes, when he makes action films, they feel very over-stylized and kind of uh, parody. Yeah. And and that's what I kind of got from Aquaman. I'm like, you can't take this movie too seriously because it's like very schlocky. Um, yeah, I, I want him to make more action films because it's like, you know you know what you're going to get. You're going to get the most cliche, fun... There you go. Have him make Yo, Rambo. That'd James Bond. Yeah, yeah. If I get, James, James Bond. James oh my Bond. God, that'd be interesting. Uh, right? I don't know. Yeah, that would be so cliche. Right? It would be so cliche. I'd <laughs> love it. Yeah, well, man, so many fucking movies now coming up that we're talking about that so I could, that I want to talk about. Well, actually, yeah, I just talk about this shit I for think, hours. Uh, <laughs> that, that's why I like you, doing this. Yeah. I don't know if you actually would want to see Avatar two. I, okay, I've been thinking because I know that's the big winter blockbuster. <laughs> I was like, coming oh out. yeah, there's an Avatar two. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I think I, it's, you're gonna see it. We're gonna see it. I mean, uh, we have to. Well, I mean, okay, I can see myself watching it. Oh, why don't we just cover James Cameron movies and that would be a part of it? Got Terminator and, and all that stuff. So I have to oh, see. Oh yeah. I have to see, you know, okay. You know I haven't seen the first two Alien movies. What? I know. Oh dude. Do not tell Brendan that because he'll oh, kill you. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you're I kidding me. Like, it's funny because I know Alien One's a horror film. Alien Two is an action film. I can't <laughs> believe he's not seen Alien. I, I know. fucking love. I haven't it. seen. Oh I haven't seen uh, a few of the. Um, I saw Temple of the Temple of Doom. I think is the only uh, indie movie I've ever seen. See, I haven't seen really. Raiders. Oh my yeah. god! You I, I don't think I've seen Raiders. Raiders. No, you guys got to catch up. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm behind. I need to fucking on... do some yeah, like Clarker seriously. Orange shit. Yeah, Clarker yeah. Orange shit. Put him in a fucking straight jacket and just have his eyes open yeah. watching all these. Just movies. play all the indie movies. Yeah. Play all the alien movies. No, I also haven't seen. I might have seen it, but it's been years. I haven't seen. The, I don't think I've seen the first Halloween movie. And I definitely haven't seen the like uh, the, you know, the sequels uh, that came out within the first like ten years. I, didn't I never see saw it. See the first no, Halloween movie. Good, great. but I mean, you don't have to see that movie. It's I like, saw the Rob Zombie ones, the first two, oh and then that God. was it. First Halloween was the only slasher movie that like really scared me. But it's like you know, there's no blood. Scary movie. There's I know no there's no blood. No blood. It. Yeah, it's just all like psychological and just like terror. Like it's really you know good. apparently because John Carpenter did the score. Apparently he just like like recorded as the movie was like playing. So he like like he filmed the whole movie and then he like. Just set it up, and then he just recorded it as it was going on. No way. And then, so like, yeah, I, I think he went back and did a few he things. That yeah, that was him. He did that, wow. and he did some of the other like suspenseful stuff. And yeah, such a good fucking James Cameron <laughs> movies would be good. I just, I just rewatched like the first four Terminators not that long ago. I, you know, so, I liked. Okay, I, I need to see Terminator. it again, but I liked Salvation, and I liked Rise of the Machines. I thought too. Salvation was like grossly underrated. Yeah. I think Salvation was an awesome. It's movie. It's not bad. I, I can see it. It, it it's kind of missing some of that umph. Yeah, it. I remember yeah. when I saw it again because I saw it in theaters first, and I watched it a few years later, and I, I'm like, okay, it's it's missing the umph. I get that, um, but otherwise it's fine. Like it's good. The, the fucking CGI Arnold that was kind of funny. Yeah, that was yeah, a little that funny. Was a little funny. Yeah, but uh, and Rise of the Machines, I loved that film. Yeah, I loved that movie. Yeah, as I a Rise kid, of I have to see it again. But yeah, Which Salvation is that the third is... one. Hmm? That's the third one, right? Yeah, third one. Oh. Yeah. yeah, with uh, with uh, Claire Danes. I thought and... that was solid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one of the front, that from. Terminator 2 to that was just like it was I don't know it just dumbed down and because T2 is like one of the best action films oh, ever yeah. Like, yes. that, that movie is untouchable but yeah. you go from that to Rise of the Machines yeah. it was just like Claire Danes though oh my god dude I had a eh, she's alright she got no, I, 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 really oh, I had a crush on her back dude. in my so called oh, life I, remember that show my so called life no I never saw oh, that oh god you guys yeah. are so fucking young <laughs> I saw her in uh, Romeo Plus Juliet uh, 
That movie's all right. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I didn't like it. You know, it's, it's just funny. Romeo and Juliet. So, uh, yeah. Well, it's some of those early Baz Luhrmann films. I couldn't. Stand. No, no. It's Romeo plus Juliet. It's it's a Romeo plus, <laughs> and that's what everyone calls it. Romeo plus oh. Juliet, and it's it's a modern I just Romeo, Romeo and, Juliet. and Juliet. Oh, with Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's all. That's my favorite Romeo yeah. and Juliet. I don't like that one. Yeah, yeah. I saw the old <laughs> Not one. Not just because it has Claire Danes. In I saw it, a really old one with like old a famous too. English actor, but it's old. It's from like the 60s. Mm. Yeah, see, so did I? They, they showed it to us in school. Yeah, was it yeah, the Zeffirelli one? Or you see, I see Juliet's tits. Yeah, that was Frank. That's the Franco Zeffirelli one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How old was that actress? Uh, she was like 14 or 15 at the time. Really? Oh, that's why my there was a whole God. bunch of controversy over that movie because they were, they, you know, she was in the, like, the, I mean, it was just like, one that, shot. Everybody but... was like, is that legal? Is that art? Can we do that? Like, it's funny because when I saw that as a kid, I'm like, oh, that's funny because we're watching it in school. Yeah. But then I was thinking about that. I'm like, wasn't that actress like young? Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. fucking Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's art. I'm going to call it art. If it was a Balenciaga, a Balenciaga ad, maybe. Not. Oh, <laughs> Oh no! I can't believe it's story. 38 degrees. Dude, that's a, that's a whole other. We won't talk about it on the air, but that's a that's whole, whole other podcast. Let's talk about the weather right yeah. now. It's 38 degrees. Is it 38 right out there? Yeah. Holy shit! It's, it's cold. cold. Well, that it being that cold being night here that in being, that being said, uh, I think around the table we can all agree that First Blood is amazing. <laughs> Great movie. Yeah. About. Well, we're at an yeah, hour and a half. I figure we'll yeah, yeah, come no, to first it. Blood, 90 minutes. I just watched it for the first time last night. Uh, so you've been yeah. around for decades and you just saw it. See, I imagine you, you're like, yeah, I, mean, I saw that when I was like, well, I guess it came out when you were not when born like yet. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't give this guy shit for not having seen Alien. No, I was, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. two Lost years Ark. old when First Blood came out. So, but yeah, he was saying you haven't seen Aliens. Fuck. Yeah. Dude. So yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm behind yeah. too, but yeah, well, Charlie, thanks for coming on. Man. Yeah, hey, thank dude, so thanks much. for having me. This was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, loved, I love to talking about I mean, movies. Besides having Stefan 15 times, we're yeah, this guy in. Because... Yeah, maybe uh, maybe if we review... I know it's December now. It's Christmas time, yeah. so we have to maybe do a, uh, oh, wait, a Christmas wait. movie. What oh. was that one with David Arbor that's coming out? It's like an action fucking Santa Claus movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it looks the Santa, so good. The Santa Claus where he He's kicks an the shit star. out of everyone. I saw like yeah. one... Like I saw like a poster for it, but I didn't know what was. I'm like, what is this? I didn't know what was happening. Oh god, it looks so. Fucking it's, I'm good. interested. It's got a weird tone. It's it's Santa Claus, but he uh, kills people. Yeah, okay. it's like an action star. So it's like <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I think I talked about this before. There is a uh, book, and I've listened to the audiobook like twice. I think uh, I will listen to it every winter. It's called Krampus. Mm, okay, yes, Krampus and uh, is good. so it is. Uh, it's it's the myth of Krampus combined with Norse mythology. Oh, cool. And Krampus is the grandson of Loki. Ooh. And Santa, spoilers, Santa is actually one of the Norse gods, Balder. Oh. He's Balder. Um, and uh, it's fucking, it's really good. It takes place in West Virginia. It's like a fish out of water story. Like the main character is like this, like down on his luck. He's like, like the book opens with him about to blow. Oh, I thought his you were talking out. about the other Krampus. Huh. No, 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 the okay. book, the book, not the okay. movie. Although, okay. although, hey, maybe we can review the film. Um, but the, uh, no, the book that opens with like, yeah, like the dude's going to, blow his brains out in a truck and then like Santa rolls up and he's getting attacked by a bunch of Krampus's like henchmen and and this guy's like what the fuck and it like it's dude it's so fucking good it's so good and like the audiobook it's voice acted really well like it's really good I really want a Netflix like series so badly of it yeah. it would be so good yeah yeah if you guys ever like want to listen to an audiobook and okay. now that winter's here fucking Krampus bro yeah it, written by a guy named Brom so yeah, we're talking yeah. about books and the movies. That could be the yeah. one yeah. that, that you know, I fucking like. Fucking it's so fire. good. I would love to see that as a film, like or as a, as, a, as a Netflix series. I could totally see Netflix making that into a series. One yeah. of these winters. Yeah. One of these winters. Yeah. Winter yeah. is coming. Yeah. But Charlie, once again. Yeah. Thank you. 
Thanks for coming on. Thanks we'll for having you, me, we'll guys. Again. We'll figure out something good about anything that you probably have an idea of. I would love to come on again. There's a whole bunch of movies I could talk yeah, about. Yeah. So There you go. Maybe, there you maybe, go. Yeah, maybe if we do Krampus or if we, we see Avatar. I know it's supposed to come out like next week. As oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so. the, you said it's a holiday, so we need to roll a Christmas movie here before yep. the end of the year for sure. So... Yeah, yeah. I, I probably won't see it. I, I don't like blue people. So. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> there it is. I've been, I've been trying to get it for an hour and a half yeah, for you to go. admit it. Uh, <laughs> well, folks, this has been another riveting episode of the Geek Mosh Pit podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, thank you, Charlie, for being on. Uh, we are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, because this is Musk country. I'm wearing my Nuke Mars shirt. So to support my boy, Elon Musk. Uh, I'm Anthony. I'm Jason. We hope you all enjoy yourselves. Uh, let's get ready for the holidays. Yeah, let's do it, man.